was uh, metal detecting in a um, field the other day. Yeah. Found a Land Rover buried. It was a nice discovery. Thanks, <laughs> 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 so uh, A girl asked me last week why men come so fast, and I I told her we we've just got to get home to the women we love. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> hit it! Hit it! Hit it. Good evening, scumbags. Welcome back to another episode of In the Doghouse, the podcast that brings you the best life hacks. Like, did you know if your flight gets cancelled, the most airports have a secret fleet of backup planes with lots of seats available, and they're only available to you if you're really mean to low-level employees? <laughs> <laughs> For more advice not to follow, please tune in next week. Right, let's go, Marlon. Housekeeping. Uh, buy merch. It's on the fucking website. It's really good shit. ITDH.UK. Um, buy re- it. We're recording this quite in advance, so maybe there's new stuff. Maybe there isn't. Who yeah. knows? If there is, maybe just check it out for yourself. There'll probably be an maybe Instagram don't. post. If, if, if there's an Instagram post up and you've seen it and you're like, wow, that's smart, it'll be there. So, yeah, do what you fucking yeah, want. Yeah, there's like a t-shirt and there's like some stickers, lanyards, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. You grow. Make your own decisions. Um, I'm not your real dad. <laughs> uh, a massive shout out to the patrons, as always. We wouldn't be here without you. Uh, just on a real note, um, like when we first started the Patreon, I remember looking at it and I remember saying to you, oh, it'd be nice if we could do like... £150 a month, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, that'd be... That'd be that'd cover the electric. Cover the electric. That was all we wanted to do. And just may- maybe we could pay for the beer and maybe the merch could pay for the beer. And we've just been blown away. We've honestly been blown away by the support we've had from all of you in the last few, uh, last like year, year and a half. It is... Um, new yeah. mics. If there's one thing I deck, will say is fucking... never underestimate the generosity of your of your audience and community because it's just yeah really like i know i know i say like you're all scum you're fucking dicks just give us your money um but you no. are but yeah. we we'll never yeah. take you for granted no we won't and we do really appreciate it because like we say every episode we wouldn't be here without you and uh yeah it is it's humbling really humbling so thank you from from the bottom of our hearts thank you for supporting us um you know where to join the patreon you know where it is you know what to do link in the bio all that good shit link in the episode description i'm not gonna fucking waffle on too much uh as always there's a pit viper giveaway mal on this month uh who won last week we don't know because we're recording it before friday again so it's kind of all out of sync but you know do what you want whoever won them well done you you're very precious to us (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i'm in a loving mood so the next pit viper giveaway is gonna be it's gonna be oh god if i'm back from london no i'm not gonna if i'm back from london it'll be the 20th of october what the fuck are you doing there going to see luke holmes uh, oh of course right cool fun anyway Obviously. yeah anyway and finally a massive shout out to the sponsor of this episode street mortgage solutions now marlon i want to i want to uh, riddle me this right so you're changing electricity. What do you do? Go on a go compare site. Yeah. Yeah. If you're changing your phone, what do you do? Uh, shout at EE. Yeah. If you're changing your broadband, what do you do? Go compare site. Yeah, exactly. Right. And what will you do? What will you, if you, uh, so what, what will you try and do to get your fucking, uh, get your phone bill down? 
you'll you'll threaten, threaten to, to leave. Threaten to leave. Yeah. You'll you'll threaten to leave Sky for five pounds off a month, right? Mate, I haven't had Sky the, for eighteen months. The problem is, Marlon. Like, there are some people out there, fools among us, fools who will just fucking oh well, yeah, you it, know. Same as your insurance. Oh. Don't let your insurance clock over. Don't let it tick over. Don't, Go on a don't, site. If, if NatWest email you say, hi, oh, yeah, we see your deal's coming to an end. We've got another deal. No. Don't, I nearly fell into that trap. Don't even think about it. This is the biggest outgoing you will have every single month for fucking decades. You need to make sure that is as low as it physically can be. And, and the only the way to sense. And the only way to do that, Marlon, is how? With a decent mortgage broker. Exactly. So that is why you need to get in touch with Street Mortgage Solutions. As I've said on the previous episode, they are my personal mortgage brokers. I cannot speak highly enough of them. They are just fantastic. All you need to do, drop them a phone call, get on the app, get on the app. What the fuck? Yeah, you, you're you're fuck. on an app. You just send them through your fucking details and the pictures of your just fucking just, just not your just, cock. Just cock. It's just flick over a few PDFs of some of some bank statements, Honestly, proof of address. It couldn't be no. easier. They have made it so simple and streamlined for you, and they just do the rest. You just tell them this is I'm up for renewal. Here's my details. Here's what I've got. Here's my three months of whatever you need. I can't remember. Oh, your statements and statements all that crap. And... and just flick it over to them. And, you know, they are going to take care of everything from there. And they're going to find you the best rate, a better rate than you are going to be able to find yourself. I, this is a Reggie guarantee, <laughs> which means nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but no, in, in, seriously, in, from my experience, I shopped around and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I took, I took advice from my cousin who put me onto them. Um, and they got a better rate than I could find anywhere. And I shopped. Always right do, mate. Always go do. On the, you go on the comparison sites and have a little look around. And, and I don't you, know if I no. want to trust the comparison sites with that much detail about myself. And not that much. Because have you seen that go compare to Yeah. And not only that, I don't think I, uh, I don't want to be doing my mortgage through a comparison site. It's quite important. That's my house. Um, you yeah. know, it's better to deal with someone in person or even, even you don't have to deal with them in person, you can deal with them on the phone, but just a human that you can contact. And uh, that would be our sponsor, Street Mortgage Solutions. So thank you for sponsoring this episode. You can get in touch with them um, at Street Mortgages on Instagram, www.streetmortgages.co.uk or uh, pop in and see them in person in Shepton High Street. They are open uh, six days a week, I believe. Uh, I can't remember what time they open, but, you know, normal opening hours and probably till <laughs> one on Saturday. You know, I don't know. Work it out for yourself. Anyone like, really uh, work Saturdays? Do what you fucking want. Uh, so, yeah, massive shout out to them. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. Right, Marlon, let's get into it. Um, who the fuck are we joined by tonight? Tonight, Reg, we are joined by Scott. We are joined by Scott. Just, Just Scott. Yeah, just Scott. How just, how's it going? Uh, not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Delighted to be here. Uh, I tell you what, I'm uh, well, shocked, to be honest, that you're here. Not only because you spend most of your life uh, around the world, but what, also... 12 months it's probably taken us to get him in the country at the same time we're not doing something than down to the studio and actually do a recording. It's easy. Uh, I'd say it's easier to nail Jelly to a wall than to get him on this fucking <laughs> podcast. How long have we been badgering you about fucking getting uh, you on? And then you were like, here... I'm out as fucking Wednesday suit you. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been trying for 12 months to plan this. And you're like, Wednesday? <laughs> uh, well, it was last year, middle of last year or something. Yeah. I was, uh, well, let's just call a spade a spade. I was pretty drunk in a bar in Israel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
and you, you'd been uh, viewing my posts on Instagram and uh, asked if I could come on, and I was like, absolutely. I couldn't think of anything better than spending time in uh, Reg's garage for a night. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Much um, like many a woman before you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've tried a, a couple of times. Um, obviously, I travel the world a lot, like so I was going to fly from Abu Dhabi to come here, um, but... Uh, Marlon was at uh, Devon Truck Show. You yeah. were at your sister's marathon. Yeah. So that couldn't happen. Then I went to Japan. I was going to come here after that, but I didn't have time when I came home because I only had a day home before I was going away again to another country on holiday, uh, thankfully. Uh, and then last week I was just standing looking at the calendar in the kitchen and thought, fuck it. <laughs> I'll just message and see, the, see if they want me down next week. Like, like, I reckon I can squeeze the dog out soon. <laughs> if, they, if they play the cards right. Right, right exactly. So, <laughs> so 535 mile drive today and I'm here. You are so, mental. Yeah. You are actually <laughs> mental. The thing is like, we, it was it was quite good because you're like, oh, I'll come there on Wednesday. And I was like, okay, you're going to fly. You're going to get somewhere. We'll sort the, we'll do the intermediate <laughs> shit. And we'll pick you up from Bristol or we'll fucking sort someone out to come get you from Bristol or whatever. No, no, just, uh, I, I was just cruising through your Instagram today and I'm like, oh, I was like, hang on, what, hang on. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I was like, Half past five in the morning, I see you with a picture of the instrument binnacle. I'm like, he's driving to the airport. And then it, I see road pitch. So I'm like, you cooked cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking drove. I mean, that's mileage. From, that is mileage. From Aberdeen to the doghouse. Oh, I like how I drove about uh, probably like 490, 500 miles before I get a message from you saying that you're still on for tonight. I'm like, <laughs> fucking right on. I had to turn off into Bristol if, and get lost just to reply had- to your message. <laughs> If you had to deal with the dossers that we have, we have to deal with on this podcast, you'd understand where we're like, yeah, at the 11th hour. You are, you, you're still kidding. Are you fucking right? I've just gone past Bristol, you cunt. Just to turn into it, you cunt. To reply to your message. Oh, Christ. Well, no, thank you for coming down, Scott. I really appreciate it. No, thanks for inviting me. No, delighted. no, it's nothing, man. It's nothing. I appreciate you coming down. Um, where, where, where should we go, Matt? Now, Marlon, you've got you've got the notes written down in a funny order. I didn't know if you'd done that intentionally. You're usually an autist for having things in order. Well, I just don't. I don't want to do like a bit a bit bit of background, or well, do, do you want to go straight into the week? No, that's fine. No, do 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 a bit of background then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do you want me to start? I've made you feel all awkward now, and I've called you out for your weird notes, you little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I, I love hate you. I no, I'm love- going, no, fuck you. I'm going to Bristol. <laughs> You're going off to Bristol for the night, are you? Yeah. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Pop down here, I'm 69. Right. Yeah, go on, go, on, go Marlon. You, you fucking, you No, you off. fucking do it. All right. Yeah, so, um, so well, give, us a, give us a bit of background on what you do then, Scott. Okay. A bit of background on me. Um, I've worked in the oil industry for the last 15, 16 years. Um, my, predominantly my main job, because I've got two jobs. Uh, my main job is traveling anywhere in the world required to either work on a, an oil rig, a drill ship, or a boat, or even onshore, yeah, land rigs, and even just in yards. Um, just doing whatever's required for whatever job I'm uh, doing. I know that sounds a bit vague, but I mean... What's your specific job title? Do you have uh, one? Yeah, Master do, of uh, yeah, the oil. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm a DST specialist, which is Drill Stem Test Specialist, which is uh, basically we put tools into an oil well, downhole. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we've got several different tools that control the well, like open and close it, and you can manipulate things downhole, and you can get pressures and temperatures from the reservoir and such, such like. Um, and uh, we can 
help uh, like geologists and reservoir engineers uh, predict how productive a, an oil well would be, or a gas well, or or a a duster. <laughs> oh, is that where uh, you pull yeah. nothing? No, no, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, dusters, <laughs> when there's nothing there, like, um, uh, yeah. So I, I just travel the world doing that. Um, I, I do various things, but that's that's my main job. Uh, it, it can take me all over the world, which is the best part of the job. Um, like, I love the traveling. Uh, I love, I lo just, if there's a job in a country I've not been to, I'm absolutely buzzing to go to it, regardless of what the job is. If it's an easy job, a hard job, you know, just get me there, basically. Anything to go see the world, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, someone else is paying. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, work exactly. for, don't mention company names, but you do you work, you're contracted to a company? Yeah, yeah, I'm an, employee, they... I'm an employee of a company, um, and there's, there's a good few of us, uh, we're called, like, field engineers if you like you know oil field um so we'll we'll get sent to a job maybe four four of us uh, and then we'll just go and carry out the job sometimes it takes a couple of days sometimes it takes a couple of months you know so it's it's an ad hoc kind of basis um and we just never know how long we're going to be away well we, so we get a ballpark figure usually but i mean things it's it's so unpredictable i think uh, one of you guys <laughs> mentioned uh uh the last time you tried to get me on, I was like, oh, uh, when could you maybe next get on? Yeah, like, and you're like, I don't really fucking I was like, like <laughs> planning things is just not in my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I can't plan anything. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my main job. And then on the side, I've got a second job where I drive uh, lorries as well, like Arctic's. So, <laughs> <laughs> as if you, you know, weren't busy enough. No, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm, I, that's just, uh, that's kind of like a childhood dream in a sense. Like, I mean, I used to, I grew up around, uh, around lorries and my dad's been a lorry driver his, uh, most of his career and uh, obviously never wanted me to get into the industry. But then uh, in 2015, the oil industry crashed and I had my license. And I thought, well, do okay, that I'll, just, I'll start driving and then I've just kept going since then. Like, so... Um, Question, why did the oil industry crash? Uh, what was it? It was something to do with OPEC, wasn't it? Oh... I actually looked this up a while ago because I forgot myself. <laughs> <laughs> OPEC, for those who don't know, is, I don't know what it stands for, it's basically the Middle Eastern cartel of oil producers, yeah, yeah, isn't, yeah. It, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, wasn't uh, it, I, I, I mean, I might be wrong. Did they find I, some more oil? I thought, and I might be wrong, wasn't it because Iran opened themselves up to nuclear inspection and then they were allowed to sell oil on the open market but not a part of OPEC? I'm, I might be talking absolutely out of my yeah, ass there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure, like, I think. <laughs> yeah, Reg, actually, you're a fucking dick. No, I'll be honest, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, like, but I mean, in 2015, basically, I had seven months off. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, so I came home from Iraq in February, and I didn't go away again until October. Oh. Um, uh, so that's when I took up the, the lorry driving. Yeah. Like, it's something I mean? to do in the middle. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a long ass holiday. Which, which, but I actually love doing it anyway, though. You know, the the lorry driving. I, I, I kind of prefer that as a <laughs> as a job. I like my job for the traveling, like my main job for the traveling. The work I just do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the the trucking, I suppose, is just uh, more fun than anything. Like, I mean, I, I, I was just away on a a jolly to pick up a brand new uh, uh, Iveco Sway um, last week. Uh, sorry, two weeks ago, and I was speaking to the salesman. And uh, he was asking me what I'd done, and I told him, work offshore, etc. Uh, and I, I just said to him, I just do this for fun, and he just laughed at me, like, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, this is just you something know? I do in the meantime. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, how, so. the, how the fuck did you get into it then? Were you like, just, I don't know, fucking changing a diesel tank, and you were like, well, where does this come from? I right, get into what, sorry, the... the <laughs> 
The so, oil, oil, yeah. oil industry or the trucking? Oil industry. Oh, the oil industry. No, um, well, basically, I it was a bit of a weird one. Uh, I tried to get into university from school. Um, I wanted to do design for digital media. Yeah. And what, I did, an, what an incredibly a, yeah. oversaturated <laughs> market that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But I, did, I didn't actually get the grades for that. So I went to college um, instead. And I'd done engineering practice, basically, is what the course was called. I didn't know what I wanted to be. At that point in time, I, I thought to myself, I'm either going to become a mechanic or a lorry driver. Yeah. And uh, then I ended up doing that course, passed it. And then I'd done an HNC in uh, electric. Uh, no, sorry, an HND in mechanical engineering. And then because I had free time, I'd done some HNCs in electronic and electrical engineering. And then, Fucking hell. And then after, after my HND in mechanical engineering, I was, uh, university did open up to me from there. I was like, right, okay. I just kept going, basically. And it, sounds, yeah. it sounds very, you're talking about this very casually, like, oh, well, I had some free time, so I did some more qualifications. More yes. no, no, no. Well, like, the engineering practice was, like, mo certain modules. And then when I'd done the HND of mechanical engineering, I'd already covered some modules in the practice. So See, I was able to do, like, a few night classes here and there and, and get uh, another two HNCs in electrical and electronic engineering. Just, Jesus. you know, there was a few of us in the same boat. So we were all, like moving Doing along together thing. you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then i ended up going into university and in, in, into second year uh, and then i done mechanical and offshore engineering and then finished that well in fact before i finished that i got a placement with the company i work for now offshore um uh and i done a, a student placement with them and then i went i stopped working for them and then went back to uni done my final exams and then after that basically went back, back to, to the them. same company and then that, it's, that's just been it like yeah i mean in a sense i've only worked for one company full-time my in my life you know um yeah and that, that's pretty much that <laughs> 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 well actually sorry um I, I actually started in the office and and uh, i started as a mechanical engineer yeah. so i was actually in the office i was like designing the mechanical aspects of uh, the tools that we run uh, drafting the tools, putting uh, tenders out, whatnot for uh, manufacture and things like that. And but three years of that drove me absolutely fucking insane. Like, and uh, I done I done a job in Vietnam. I went. Uh, I just got asked, "Do you want to go to Vietnam?" I was like, "Yeah, let's fucking go, oh, absolutely, fucking hell." So I went to Vietnam for ah, I can't remember. Let's just say a month anyway. This was in two thousand and ten. Um, and after that job, I was like, fuck, absolutely. This I, I, yeah, I just, I'm not sitting behind a desk any longer. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it did take me about six months to actually think about it. I, do, I did do another couple of jobs. I was in the North Sea and things. Uh, and then after a, a good lot of thinking, I just, uh, I thought, right, I'm changing my job. Like, so I just spoke to relevant people and I was like, right, I want to be in the field. You know what I mean? I want to be offshore traveling. Yeah, doing that. So that's how that happened. You know, and I'm still... So here now, and that's been 16 years I've been with the company. Like, To be fair, there must be a pretty fucking good company if you've literally started with them as, say, a placement slash sort of apprentice type thing. Yeah, there's not a lot of people that's going to no, stay with the same company. No. In Most people are like, oh, I've got my qualifications. These guys are cunts. They're not paying me enough. Cheer No, 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 no. It's, it's a very good company I work for. I will give them credit for that. Uh, when I wanted to change my job after that sort of three-year period, um, my boss at the time did say, Luke, he was like, look, I'm not going to try and stop you because uh, if I do, you'll just leave, basically. So, yeah, and yeah. We'd, we'd rather keep you in the company, you know? <coughs> so, um, yeah, it just went on like that. And, and, and it's, it's, yeah, it's a pretty good company to work for.
Fucking hell. Right. Uh, should we do the guest questions now, Marlon? Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at his little happy face. <laughs> look at his little happy face. Right, Scott, what is your go-to drink? Right. I've thought about this a lot. Right. <laughs> well, obviously, I've listened to I've listened to every single episode. And I, know, I know the questions that are coming. Um, but the go-to drink... I d- have you ever specified where and when the go-to drink is? Because like you I've got can, a go, I've got can, a go-to drink for when I'm in the house. I've got a go-to drink for, for when I'm on the road, and I've got a go-to drink kind of when, when I'm in I'm the bar. The road, you know, <laughs> I like a Jack Daniels and Coke <laughs> when I'm trucking along. Uh, no, 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 not quite. Like, uh, God, so, tell me, t- I want to hear it all. Right, okay, right. When I'm in the house, like cup of tea. Right, that's my go-to drink. I drink tea in the house. Yeah, if I'm on the road, whether it's in a lorry or a car, I am brew uh, coffee. No. Really? Yeah. yeah, well, I just got sucked what? into that You're fucking a- cost and Starbucks <laughs> pish. You know what I mean? And like, I, I, I don't. You know? What no, you dick. need That's is how a, they get you. You know, you need what you need is a decent coffee machine and a nice big insulated tumbler. You've just reminded it. me about your fucking coffee machine. Am I going to get a coffee from your coffee machine? <laughs> I love how everyone. We're going to have to get one for the bar, Marlon. We're going to have to because oh, everyone. Yeah, no, but yes, you, fucking money. I will get. I'll get you one in the break. I promise. No, but genuinely, it is. Um, I, I don't know when it happened, but. I remember driving about in the past, like younger and like not drinking coffee when I was driving. But nowadays it's like, you can't go past a petrol station without no. thinking, oh, fuck, oh. I better get a Costa and I better use my app so I get a fucking bean as well. Like, oh, well so. I'll need my uh, <laughs> Marca, Macchiato Caramel yeah. Latte, yeah. please, with a double shot espresso with some chai. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I've never known anyone who's a coffee and a tea man. Like I can drink and, both, Yeah, usually but, it's yeah. like one or the other, isn't yeah, it? Tea. Yeah, well, the thing is like... Uh, I'm probably more of a tea man, but you can't get a fucking good tea on the road. No. no, Exactly. No. But you can get a half-decent coffee. I mean, you pay through the nose, but... That's the oh, thing. That, is there it. is there any money in tea? That's the thing. Like, imagine getting charged like... I two... don't know. China's done all right. Imagine... <laughs> <laughs> That's quite possibly the funniest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, we, we found it. Marlon's funniest. Is that, is that the podcast finished? This is sick. <laughs> Complete. It's Bristol. Yeah, the funniest it. stuff he comes out with is just straight off the bat. Like straight away, just like an instant reply, first thing out of his head. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, but like if you imagine, like you, if you thing is with like tea on the road. Like imagine if you went to like a, a service station. And they were like, PG tips £2. You'd be like, I'm not fucking paying that. Yeah. Hey, he's a tea bag and all water. That is 23 pence. He are mugging me <laughs> off. Whereas like, oh, it's... Uh, uh, the beans came from this forest I and t- I, I smuggled them in <laughs> my, my asshole. <laughs> all the way to the grinders in Bristol. Yeah, exactly. Um, who dry roasted them and sent them down to the coffee shop. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's what you're paying for. Not that yeah, fucking paying, PG tip shite. I'm paying for the you, experience. The carbon footprint. Yeah. That's what you're paying for. That's a you lens in there. <laughs> what, what the fuck has come over you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's been well, a fucking week, mate. I could tell. We'd get you more angry more often. <laughs> right. Um, so, so moving on. Yeah. Right. Please, so we've got the tea in the house. We've got the coffee on the road, right? Yeah. It's just easier. Um, now, the alcoholic side of things is slightly different. Now, I tra- as you know, I travel the world, right? So basically what I do is I just drink the local beer yeah. wherever I am. You know what I mean? That's a good way um, to be. Yeah, so I don't actually have a go-to. I mean, Stella, I would maybe say if I was in a bar in the UK and if there's Stella on tap, I'll probably drink that. Safe bet, right? always. Um, you guys actually have got me onto Thatcher's Gold. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, we were speaking about this earlier. And well, I had no hand in that whatsoever. A big can of apples, that's I just what you thought, need. I just thought, fuck it, why, why not try a bit of cider, you know? And and I was in Dubai when I had my first one. I sent you guys a photograph. 
You know, <laughs> what a place. That's the most next level shit I've yeah. ever heard in my life. I, I can very, you tell me how much it was a pint again? Uh, I could probably look back at my message and tell you exactly, but it was about £12.95 or something Jesus. like for the pint. You know, but I just thought I was, I was fucking roasting. I was fucking bored. There is nothing <laughs> better than a cold pint of cider yeah, on a and hot I thought, day. And it was, it was there, Thatcher's Gold, you know, and I thought, and I was listening to you probably speaking about it, you know. <laughs> so Subliminal messaging. Yeah. Ex- exactly. <coughs> so all we need to do now um, is get sponsored by Thatcher's. Yeah. yeah. Listening. But anyway, but I mean, like that has been a bit of a, a go-to in the recent times. Uh, uh, and I suppose uh, I'll just mention as well, uh, if it comes to cocktails, yeah, oh, I absolutely love a Bloody Mary. Love really? them. Yeah, love them. Yeah, I was in Israel, right? I was sitting in a bar in Israel. <laughs> oh, I've never had a Bloody Mary in my life. And there was a South African barman, uh, Jewish barman from South Africa who'd moved to Israel to, to, to get lot, back to there's his... There's a lot of Jews in South Africa, isn't there? I think you're right to say Israel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, Jews in Israel. For <laughs> uh, uh, fuck's sake. <laughs> no, there is. There's quite a large Jewish population in South Africa. Oh, okay. Well, that's something I, new I've learned today, then. Okay. Don't know why, yeah. but that's just something I knew. Yeah. Is it what? Uh, what so the, uh, hey, I'm, okay. what are you laughing about now? <laughs> On you go. Mar- Marlon's like, oh, oh, Jews in Israel. <laughs> so, that's oh, what yeah. he said, not me. No, <laughs> He said, I thought you were going to say it's like Jesus. Yeah, anyway, anyway I, was, I, was in, I was in this bar in Israel, right? And uh, the, the, the barman was like, can, can I make, well, we were drinking beer and we, <clears throat> he got talking to us and he was like, can I make you, can I make you some blood, Bloody Mary? I was like, all right, if you want. You know so what I mean? he slipped through yeah. of a Palestinian child. <laughs> <laughs> was that halal? Yeah. I'm going to admit that part, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he claimed to make an absolutely brilliant Bloody Mary, you know, like he made it his way. I, I'll be honest, I've never had one. Not in really? my whole, I don't, don't want to do anything, anything with right, tomato right, juice. Hold on, right. I, I love spicy food, right? Yeah, man. And um, Bloody Mary is a spicy drink. Yeah. yeah. So Tabasco, it just, it just, tomato juice, and uh, vodka? Worcesters. Worcestershire. You guys say it. Yeah, there we go. So you um, say it like American. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. I don't know. Um, anyway, he, he claimed to make this amazing Bloody Mary, and we, well, it was a, a couple of us there at the bar at the time, and uh, we were like, right, okay, go for it. So he's making this Bloody Mary, and then he just stops, and he's like, I've run out of uh, Worcestershire sauce, whatever. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce, or whatever you call it. Uh, he's run out of that anyway, and uh, he's like, shit, can can I make it with brown sauce? <laughs> <laughs> right? And uh, aye, HP, HP sauce. Oh. And, and I, I was like, just go for it. I've, I've never had a Bloody Mary anyway. Yeah, he so made you're not going to know what it's going to No, no, exactly. But he made it and it was absolutely brilliant. It, uh, like in my opinion, and the person or people, I can't remember, uh, that was with, absolutely brilliant. Like, So I enjoyed that. And then ever since then, any time I've been in a place where cocktails have been available, Bloody Mary has been my, uh, my, my drink. Yeah, we'll have to try one because I've n- I've never had one. Well, maybe we need to do that. So have you ever had one? No, no. Even neither. on a plane, um, I was on a plane. Was it flying back from Israel? Or maybe it was actually an asked for a Bloody Mary, and she poured the tomato juice and the the uh, Tabasco and whatnot, and then just handed me the vo- like a little bo- bottle of vodka. I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to kind of half make it myself. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what is this the so, IKEA of cocktails? Just, just poured the whole thing in, brilliant. You know, so that was good. So. Uh, so does that answer your question then so that, tea, tea in the house coffee in the road just whatever beers on tap I, I do like Thatcher's Gold a lot now and uh, I like a Bloody Mary if it's a cocktail so <laughs> I'm like, HP sauce 
But, well, yeah, but it's good we should be sauce actually. <laughs> we need to try it with both. We're fucking right. Yeah. So I've, I've I've been listening to episode after episode after episode, and I'm just waiting for somebody to ask you that same question. Where? Go to drink where? But, but where? More <laughs> definitively, <laughs> where? I mean, I've came to Somerset and I went straight into the Highwaymen and ordered a Thatcher, uh, Thatcher's Gold, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's, so, that's what you do in Somerset. Cl- but when I was in Abu Dhabi a few months ago, well, last year, I walked into a bar and there was like tenants, you know? What? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't even do the rate it that highly, but give me a bloody tenants, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> and really enjoyed it actually over there, you know? Like, I, I don't really, I, I won't... No, that's, that's a lie. I will have a tenants in a bar at home, but... I will like, have a tenants when I see it, because you don't see it down there. No, yeah, you don't yeah, see yeah, it down yeah. at all. <laughs> when in Rome, yeah. drink what's at home. Yeah. <laughs> right, next question. Most mental thing to happen on a night out? Time travel. What? Yeah, definitely time travel. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so... Right, long story long... Yeah, it's a podcast, man. You yeah. take all the time you need. Right, fair enough. Right, I was I was heading to Australia, right, and I had to nip in past Vietnam. Okay, right, basically that's, <laughs> that's like me going down to work and nipping in the co-op. Yeah. I just had to nip into Vietnam to pick up some fucking I don't know rice noodles. <laughs> anyway, I was I had a job in Australia Racist. to go to, um, and uh, there was a, a meeting basically like discussing like an upcoming job in Vietnam. So. I swung in past Vietnam on the way to Australia for a couple of nights. Um, uh, so I turned up there, uh, turned up quite late at night, but over there, just because of the, the climate and the, the part of the world, you know what I mean? Like, even though it's like nine, ten o'clock at night, it's still absolutely rammed, full of people, scooters, vehicles, you know, just everything's open. Still, everything's still going you know, on. Oh, brilliant. I love that sort of thing. So night one, I went out, I thought, right, I'm going to get a few beers. And I just went... Uh, uh, kind of local like I went down the sort of back alleys just went to like tiny little bars where it's just like local people uh, uh, yeah yeah kind of kind of uh, backstreet sort of local people yeah. do you know in the 19 sort of like the 80s and the 90s there used to be that sort of uh, paper globe light shades that everybody had yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. there was the likes of that sort of thing like maybe different colours and whatnot, like kind of like down alleyways and whatnot, just lighting up the alleyway and uh, there was tiny little bars here and there. So I was just kind of soaking in the culture. There was like murals on the walls and just scooters everywhere. It was just brilliant. I just love, I love immersing myself in the culture. It, it, or, or or the beer culture, <laughs> should we say. Like. <laughs> immerse myself in the piss. No, but I'd done that anyway the first night. So I went out and I had a good night just uh, drinking and just like, there was no, no sort of like expats going about really or anything, you know. Um, and that was a good night. And then I went to a meeting that day and then, the next night, I thought, right, I'm going to go m- more mainstream, right? So I'm just going to look for just something something a bit more mental. So I just went out for a walk. This is in uh, Ho Chi Minh City, by the way, like Saigon, as it used to be called in uh, in Vietnam. Um, and I went out for a walk, and I saw a rooftop bar, and I thought, right, that's exactly where I'm going. Uh, it's called the Red Lion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't called the Red Lion. But I, I walked into it anyway, and there was a, a young guy sitting there, um, an English guy and I spoke to him said hello and whatnot. he was just sitting randomly at the bottom of the stairs and uh, turns out after I spoke to him his dad owned the bar upstairs the rooftop bar his dad was Turkish um, <laughs> yeah. of course <laughs> yeah so I was like right, brilliant so I went do up- your skin fade while you're out there <laughs> <laughs> hot towel like <laughs> so I went upstairs anyway and then and then when I walked into the bar well I, saw, I say into the bar but it was like kind of open rooftop bar you know 
And I walked in and there was this, let's just say a quite portly, I'm just white guys sitting there at the bar. And then there was a little tiny Vietnamese guy with his head in his hand sort of thing on the, on the bar, like just, and I was like, fucking hell, what's happened to him? Um, so I, I went over, got speaking to them, got a, a drink and whatnot. Uh, and it turns out the, 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 the white guy, he was an Australian teacher. So he was there teaching English and uh, the 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 Vietnamese guy that had his head on the the bar was the, was the chef actually who had got in tour with this Australian guy and just drunk too much and couldn't fucking handle it basically, <laughs> yeah. right? And then obviously like got speaking to him and blah blah blah, uh, and then the the English guy came upstairs the from downstairs the the, the owner's son he came upstairs, um, and we we all got speaking and we were all drinking beers and whatnot and. Uh, and then the Australian guy who lived there as well, he said, you want to go somewhere a bit a bit better, basically. And I was like, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Just take me anywhere. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> anywhere. So so we left the anywhere. left the chef. <laughs> uh, left the bar. Me, me, the Australian guy, and the, the owner's son, he came with us as well. So three of us, right? Uh, and I wasn't I didn't ask how we were going to get to where we were going, but went downstairs and jumped on a scooter. Right, so uh, like a 50cc fucking moped, basically. Three of us, three up, no helmets or nothing. <laughs> fucking <laughs> flying down, I don't even know, just flying into the centre of uh, Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, fuck knows where. <laughs> so we ended up at this bar. Well, no, it's a lie. We ended up at a few bars. But we ended up at this bar and uh, they were doing uh, nitrous oxide balloons. Right, yeah, yeah, and like in my lifetime, actually, I've not, I've not done the, the, the minimal of, like sort of drugs. I've, t- I've tippled in very, very little. You know, what I mean, if a boring sort of like upbringing it in that same sort as of me, s- I've literally scratched the very base. Yeah, of the exactly. Drug pyramid. I don't know if it's yeah, been same a, as me. I, I don't know if it's a fear thing or if it's just a control thing or what. Like, but I've just never. I've, I've hung around like I've got mates. I've done a lot of drugs, and, you know, and, and whatnot. But it's just not me. But anyway, I was at this bar. And, they were all doing these nitrous oxide balloons. And uh, the, uh, one of the guys was like, oh, do you want do you want a balloon? And I was like, I kind of thought to myself, I think, I was like, well, everybody's fucking doing it. It's obviously not that bad, you know what I mean? So I was like, ah, go for it, you know what I mean? So I, I got a balloon, uh, I sort of inhaled it, and sitting there for a few minutes, I was like, don't really feel anything like it. And one of the guys was... Uh, uh, well, he said to me, he was like, you, you never inhaled it properly, you need to properly inhale it. And um, I was like, oh, okay. Obviously, that's why I'm not feeling it. So he was like, do you want another one? Uh, and I was like, oh, go on then. So I got another one, and I swear to God, like, I fucking, like, I'm surprised the balloon didn't end up in my lung. Because I thought, right, I've obviously got to properly inhale this. I didn't know anything about it. I thought, it's it's laughing, it's laughing, guys. It can't be that bad. Right, next, the next thing I know, I'm standing at a table, like, both my hands on the table, looking at these people in the eyes, and they're saying, are you okay, mate? I mean, what's up? I don't know, they had a lot of concern for me. And I'm just looking at them in the eyes, and I'm like, what's, what's wrong here? And then I turned round to the table that I was sitting at. Nobody was there. And I'm like, holy fuck, how the fuck did I tell these people I've time-travelled? Like, I've, <laughs> I've, I've literally time-travelled. I was, I was so fucked up in my head at that moment in time, like, I just, I honestly thought I time-travelled. I, I didn't know what the, the fuck was going on. I'm standing, and these people knew me. And the people that I was sitting with were not even there. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I've, I've time traveled or something, you know? And then, and then everything came, like, calmed down. And then I think one of the guys turned up and eventually and stuff. And then obviously my, my mind started working more normally. And, um, 
Um, it turns out I'd fucking taken the blue and stood up and passed out on the fucking stairs. I was about to say, it was like, uh, well, uh, something, something about his story tells me that you blacked the fuck out. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so I passed out on the stairs, alleged, well, not allegedly, I did, but um, yeah, so that's why suddenly everybody in the bar knew me, uh, but <laughs> I didn't know them. <laughs> but I, I, like, I just, it was just like a split, a split second, like I'm just sitting there taking a blue and the next minute I'm looking people in the eye, you know, but with nothing in between. So yeah. What yeah. The fuck? Yeah. So I would say that's probably the most mental thing to happen when I went out. Yeah. And then I just paid, paid the bill, got in a taxi, went back to my hotel. <laughs> Uh, and then went to a meeting the next day, which was the longest fucking day of my life. <laughs> I am not it joking. Is. Oh, oh my god! Like, the, I'll just, I'll the, just the, pop out for one. <laughs> I was not popping out for one. Yeah, but but the, the, luckily enough, the first day was the day that I was actually involved in the sort of meeting, right? And the second day, I was just there because I was there. A body, right? Yeah, yeah a body, and I, I actually like kind of like fell asleep, <laughs> like I like my head nodded, and I was like, "Fuck, did anybody see that?" Um. Uh, and then the, the the client actually invited us all out for a meal that night and uh, whatnot. There was like, I don't know, 20, 20, 30 people there. And I, I want to say as soon as that meeting finished, I sidestepped out of that, uh, that meeting straight to my hotel room and I fell asleep at about half past five and I woke up from a flight the next day. Bah. Yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> fucked. Yeah, so I would say that's probably the most mental thing to happen to me on a night out. Like thinking I'd <laughs> genuinely time travelled. <laughs> He's, the thing is with him, he ate more an hour. The thing is with him, he seems like one of these bastards that's just like, you're like, oh yeah, so I, I went to fucking Rome. And he's like, yeah, well, I went to Rome once. And guess what happened? <laughs> Here's this mental story about me doing the mental thing. You're like, what happened with you in Rome? I don't fucking matter. Enough of the day go. Yeah. So got, got up the next day, jumped on a plane. Australia. <laughs> all right last question scott what is your favorite category on pornhub right i've also thought about this one right and i'm just going to be honest with you i don't watch porn hub pornhub no um no i just don't watch it like i've obviously watched it in the past i've obviously been on it but i thought well I'm having, having well, met you you don't seem like a man who has time for wanking <laughs> <laughs> you seem like no. a very busy man yeah I'm, I'm just called a wanker um <laughs> join the club yeah no, I, I genuinely, I, th I thought to myself, well, I'll go on, have a little browse, see what... I, I just thought, fuck it, what's the point in pretending? You know what I mean? Just I, hit I, the I, randomized button. Yeah, I, mean, I would probably go on and type on, type in big tits or something, you know what I mean? And just take it from there. Yeah, you know I mean, so... Oh, right. Well, we, let, let's fucking kick it off, right? Uh, well, we've, we're all backwards now, Mario. Right, Reg, how's your week been, mate? How's my week been? Um, <clears throat> not too much, mate. Um, I've, I've, I've murdered a lot of rats. I've been doing a lot of rat murder. Um, we've had a um, we we had a pest control guy who wasn't very good, and uh, the rats kind of got on top of us a bit. So me and the old man took it upon ourselves to uh, have a bit of a rat genocide. I am I, I am got a Tommy gun. You you've seen Inglorious Bastards, yeah? You've seen Christopher Christopher Waltz. I am Hans Lander of. Uh, uh, um, I just grabbed, I, heard I, you a bit of I just choked a fucking I choked a hedgehog up in the corner of the shed and I was like, You are hiding rats under the footings <laughs> of the shed, yes. Point them out. <laughs> Where are they? Point them out now? Yes, yeah, here, here. So what I did, right? Um, right, any eco terrorists that are listening, fuck off now, because you ain't gonna fucking like this, right? So what I did was I got a pressure washer. I unhooked the lance and just had a high pressure hose. So this thing's putting out like 35 litres a minute. 
I just stuff the cunt down the fucking rat hole. And there's like four or five holes that actually break the surface. And what I did from there, me and the old man, was put netting over the top of the rat holes. So you can imagine where this goes. Uh, so I start, I fire the pressure washer up. It starts filling the rat holes up. And, uh, you know, like rats leaving a sinking shed footings, <laughs> <laughs> they start coming up. And when they do, there's it, nowhere to go. It was like whack-a-mole with a shovel, baby. <laughs> 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 fucking up you come and down you go. <laughs> It was like the Titanic. It was like the Titanic. Step back or I'll shoot you all like dogs. Uh, yeah, so they just pop up and they hit the net in and I just bing, bonk, straight on the head like the horny bonk, bonk. Uh, yeah, just smashing the fuck out of rats. I'm, I'm getting on top of it. We uh, had a good day murdering rats. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, and it's just been dehorning all week, mate. I've been just fucking, I have been ripping horns out left, right and centre. Um, I've had that gas iron lit to fuck. Anyone who's big into your dehorning game, what you need is a cox iron. Don't buy that cheap fucking wooden handle chip from Mole Valley. Get a cox iron with a decent chair and a decent a decent reg. That's the main thing. And a, and a blowtorch. Just keep that shit hot. And uh, yeah, so I did big on the dehorning. I've probably done last two weeks, probably done about four or five hundred in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, it's been busy. I've got a nice callus worked into my hand there. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah so that's because so, of the horning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or the de Yeah, so <laughs> I, I finished me de and I was just like, before I come, come here to record, I swung into Tesco's and um, I was just there at the self-service checkout and I'm very aware of how I smell. I stink. Um, <laughs> so I'm sat there at self-service and I've always been waiting for this day and today was the day that it came, right? And I'm in front, I'm in front, I didn't even realise, but I was in front of an equine girl who was it, jumpers and whatever. And they're, not job, they're not jumpers anymore. They're like riding leggings or breeches. Fairfax and fuck off. Yeah, that's the ones. And um, I get this, uh, excuse me. And I was like, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. And uh, and she goes, um, quick question. I was like, yeah. And I'm sitting there, dealer boots, jeans, wife beer. Nike wife beer. She goes, are you a farrier? And now the one thing you need to understand is that you know, burning hair, burning protein, it all smells the same, doesn't it? You know, when you yeah. like someone's fucking hair on fire, whatever. That is the smell that is produced when uh, a farrier is working on a horse's hoof because it's burning protein. Burning protein is also made by, you know, essentially setting fire to a calf. Um, <laughs> excuse you, a farrier. And uh, I just said, I can be whatever you want me to be, baby. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a farmer. <laughs> All right, she was Matt. like, you smell like a farrier. I was like, no, that's just burning calf. <laughs> she just stared at me with this dead-eyed look like, okay. I was like, ah, yeah. Don't look at me like that. I know what you do to horses in the ring. Yeah, and that was it. Got me fucking milk. Do you like to pull walk, right? <laughs> Got me milk doing fuck off. Just scarred someone for life. I was like, listen to the dog ass bite. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Has it finally died? Has the, has the stall finally died? No, I tried to give it... I was trying to give some sort of, like, enactment of me leaving, and I leant over too much, and the stall fell over. So, yeah, that was pretty much my week, mate. I was just upsetting equine girls and killing rats. That's how I be. Yeah, keeping it real. What about you, Marlonis? <laughs> Fucking Land Rovers, honestly. Um, you know, I was uh, bitching about the um, Ingenium stretching chains. Yeah. It's gone a step further now. What are they doing? They're snapping them. 
They are snapping the chains because people are ignoring noises. Oh, shit. Well, it's been tapping. It's yeah, weird been noise. tapping for a little while now. And then all of Two. a sudden it just stopped. Two in one week. Snap top chain. And that's... Right off, innit? It's, I, um, I, mean, I don't know the Ingenium engine. Even though I have one, I don't really understand so it. So it's real interference. <laughs> a real interference. I'm just waiting for like somebody to take a punt and just say, oh, just bang a top chain on it. What, what question, Marlon? What happened to... Remember safe engines? Remember we went from like non-interference... We went from yeah. interference engines to safe engines. And now we've gone back to interference engines. Whatever happened to this whole thing of the cam belt snaps? And don't worry, it's okay. Because nothing should touch each other. Is it because we've been looking for more compression? Efficiency. Everything's got to be yeah. like 0.1 yeah. mil away from each other to get the most power. Exactly. You've got it. Fucking hell. Um, that was just logistics. Yeah. So we've had, uh, yeah, two snap this week. And they're like, um, oh, what sort of money are we looking at for that? So your basic engine from Land Rover, because I won't buy one from anywhere else, is about seven grand. While you're doing that, I expect the DPF's fucked. It needs a turbo because you put a turbo on it anyway. But your bill comes to about 16 grand. Ucha. So you, uh, these £20,000 cars are now right, effectively write-offs. That's crazy, yeah. But nothing is made to last anymore. It's just, it is fucking mad. Fuck Land Rover, honestly. Like, what? Really? Did you not in the Land Rover's Marlon, no? <laughs> no, not really, mate. It's it's um I much prefer um anything without an engine. The thing that scares me about this, Ooh, right? Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably triggered you. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, your subscription has subs- expired. No more heated seats for you, liberal. Um <laughs> The thing I don't understand, not don't understand, but more um, that terrifies me is that people will be taking these fucking 20, 30 grand loans out on a four-year-old used car that's yeah, out of warranty yeah. and just thinking, oh yeah, it's only a couple of years old, drive it on. And mm, then like, they get um, landed with a fucking bill from you being like, yeah, sorry, your engine's fucked. Uh, sorry, you still owe 20 grand on this car, but uh, is what it is, uh, cash money, bruh. Yeah, most of them now, like when you're taking out a finance deal, you do get um, some kind of warranty and some of them are okay. Some of them aren't worth a wank, but some of them are okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they are, they are, and they aren't, aren't they? But the AA one's quite good. Um, and ramp as well. Haven't had any issues with ramp yet. Some of them are like, oh, well, that's excessive wear. Yeah. Like, on, on what? A, a major component it, it, that done, never gets serviced. It's done 50,000 miles. Yeah. And like, <sighs> fucked. It's scary. So don't buy one. If you do... I've told t- you. Take your fucking life in your hands. Yeah. You yeah. make your own decisions. Marlon's not your real dad. <laughs> I'm not. <sighs> Might be. Um, and van, <laughs> van wise. <laughs> Might be. She is like, she's ready to sleep in. You, D- you cushions, there? Cushions should be turning up any day. I I'm, I'm impressed, mate. I'll take my hat off because I assume this is going to be a 10-year build that was never going to get done. It's not been a party old build. Like it that. hasn't. No, this like, is the, this that's because I'm like half interested in it. This is what I was I'm working off. New I things. was working off the patio build thinking like, I'll buy this transporter, sit in the fucking driveway, yeah. collecting dust. Well, I'll get round of that. I'll get round of that. I'll get round of that. Literally, as soon as it turned up, he's there with a chop saw fucking making shit happen. Yeah, get it done, mate. It's like, there's no electric in it yet bar what the van has but like it's ready to sleep in i just i can't get over just because i need it for the weekend i i will eat my humble pie with pride marlon <laughs> i'm i'm very proud of you 
very, very proud. No, so. I think I think you've done well as well from from what I've listened to over the over I, the couple of years in the podcast. Like, easy use this time. You know, it, Van. Stuff usually like, like if I'm not that interested in it, I will drag the cunt out. But if I'm like, wow, I could do that. I could do it this way. If I've got like full input, not just extending a patio. And I can do it the way I want to You've do it. You've got creative I mean, yeah. control. That's the thing. You're like, I'm I interested would... in it. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, Marlon, you got my full respect, mate, because I literally thought this was going to be a, Marlon's just bought this fucking van for content on the podcast for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> You've clearly not got much interest in the wall then. You know, because I managed to get down here without any issues, like. You know what I mean? We haven't got the funding yet. Still waiting for the government to sign off. Would you like some of my humble pie, Marlon? There's plenty left. There's probably like one brick at Gretna. No, it's been stolen. Yeah, that's about it. What about you, Scott? What's been going on with you this week, man? This week, well, unfortunately, it's been quite boring, actually. This week, I've spent most of the time working in the office. Um... Uh, the most exciting day was Saturday. I'd done a bit of trucking, had my son with me, and then uh, went out for a meal with him, and then went to the carnivals, played some arcade games on the Saturday, just spending time because I've been away for so long. It's not uh, all wrapping, chain, and busting pipes then? No, no, no. Well, it's it's actually never that. <laughs> See, that, that that's the thing. Like, I mean, I don't know what you've got in your head about what I do, but it's, I don't... Have I you don't... seen the film There Will Be Blood? No, no. I imagine you as Daniel Plainview. No, but the thing is, you probably imagine me as being like a roughneck on the rig, yeah. Whereas I come and and do everything else, you know. Like <laughs> they've got the roughnecks, and then we've got like other tools that go in the hole, and the roughnecks work for us. <laughs> <laughs> You're below us, in a sense. Like so, I, uh, I see you as Daniel Plainview from the film There Must Be Blood. I'm sure there must be someone out there that's listening. Yeah, there's at least one person, My name mate. is Daniel Plainview and I'm an oil man. The thing is, I've got a feeling that I'm probably happy if that is what you're thinking. I don't even know what you're thinking. Like, but yeah, I'm, he, I'm, I'm he, thinking to myself, that's what, he got, he got, that's he, what he thinks I do. He got his hands dirty in the first <laughs> like 20 minutes of the film and from there on I mean, out, he just like, uh, delegates everything. There's absolutely no way that like weeks and weeks of my job or offshore is like just sitting at a laptop. There's no way of, of that, <laughs> that, that's actually true. No, that is, that is true. Like, I mean, like we, we do actually have like many, like a lot of manual labor to start and then we can have weeks upon weeks of just sitting at a laptop. And then, and then a bit of manual labour at the end, you know. So we we like like build and uh, program tools and whatnot, put them in the hole, and once they're in the hole, you got then, monitoring. Then we're just on a laptop, like controlling things and monitoring things and whatnot, like you know. And that that's the long part of the job. Pressures and distances and yeah, this just pressures, temperatures, yeah, like yeah, depths, um, controlling valves, whatnot, just many different things, firing guns, you know. Just, <laughs> Uh, well, not not like you in the fucking the, the fields, like, but like we'll perforate zones, like so. You know, two uh, skinnies come over on a skiff. Get away! <laughs> Get away! Yeah, no, the captain. No, there's lots of things we do, but um, yeah, no, I've got I've got quite a uh, a decent job, where it's like, I mean, you can be working very hard for maybe like a week or so, and then and then you can have like a lot of time. You're still working, but you're just like on it's a, a laptop, basically, yeah. you know. And then at the end of the job, you're redressing tools and rebuilding tools and whatnot. Yeah, so. so you do like a hell of a lot of traveling, man. Like, yeah. it, like you've alluded to. Yeah. I was trying to give a little rundown of the places that I could remember that you'd gone and you've pretty much mentioned them all. No, uh, but, yeah, but the thing is, so, I mean, like, um, I've traveled, I've been traveling for, well, since 2010, basically. Fuck. And 
I've only been putting stuff on Instagram that you've seen. Yeah, that's over what I mean. the past couple of years. Yeah, like, you know? I've got, I've got like, hair. There's I'm nothing, like... nothing from like my Africa travels on Instagram. I don't think. Maybe. Yeah, what's that Johnny Cash song? I've been everywhere, man. Across <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the desert, spare man. No, I mean, I actually, I actually did have a look on on uh, what is it? <laughs> uh, on Monday. Uh, I was looking, I think I've done about 37 countries and about, oh, about fucking hell. about 15% of like the world, you know, so it's still, it's still little, but when you look at it on a map, like, I mean, Me I've been, I've been about there. 1% between <laughs> us. <laughs> Shag, yeah. I done Spain, Greece, Germany, the US, England, Ireland. Scotland. I've been a fucking France. Yeah. I've been a France, Scotland, Wales. Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, no, but there's a lot. There's a lot on it that's not on Instagram, basically, because I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not new to it, but I'm relatively new to it. I used to I used to have Facebook. Well, I still have Facebook, but I don't really use that anymore. I just use Instagram. I just, it's I, just for old people to be yeah, racist. Like, well, it's just less bullshit on Instagram, exactly. basically. You know that's, what I mean? And yeah, I just yeah. I just like what time, it. What you know? times the Tesco's open? How are you not? <laughs> ah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if you're yeah, not on yeah. Facebook, how are you going to see that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I've still got Facebook. It's handy for some things, as you know. But yeah, uh, old racist. But Relatives. no, but like you, you've not even seen probably half of the places I've been. Like you know, I mean, none of my Australia travels. I don't think Indonesia. Um, I don't think any of Iraq or Saudi or. Uh, Man, Ra- I got asked Bahrain that before I forget. Africa. What it, what's Iraq yeah. like? Uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was when all, did you When did you go there? Uh, it was 2015, early 2015. So just spent five weeks there. That was after ISIS. No, no, no. It was not after ISIS. Like <laughs> no, they, no. It was during. <laughs> no, no. It, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like uh, blow it up or anything. No, like, no, no. They I'm, were I'm still genuinely like, interested. Mo- Mosul was still a stronghold of ISIS at the time, and I flew into Erbil. Um, like a lot of security, you know, and yeah. done some work in Erbil, and then travelled seven seven hours south to the rig site uh, onshore in Kalar. But, but I was lucky. I was actually lucky there because um, I had a great time in in Erbil, uh, like even just working with the Kurds. Like, I mean, it was a Kurdistan region. Like the northern yeah. part of Iraq is a Kurdistan region. And uh, the, the people themselves are, are really, really nice, like really good. And, um, and I, I did enjoy my, my time there. Uh, I had some good times. We were not allowed to go out as such, but sort of me being me slash us being us. Allegedly. But yeah, you, you allegedly just jump in a taxi and fuck off somewhere. Straight like, on the back of I mean? a Hilux. Let's yeah. go! <laughs> <laughs> not quite, but... Um, we, What's but, this button do? <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, no, I, I didn't actually... I wasn't able to do too much. We tried to get out done. I, I kind of a bar club sort of thing but it, it it never happened like we just ended up having a bit of a party in the taxi would you believe the... anyway <laughs> um it was basically the travel from Erbil to Salamanaya and then from there to Kalar which is about a seven hour journey by road through uh, northern Iraq and uh, in the highlights with a gun on <laughs> no it was actually in a Ford expedition Expedition is it? Is that the really long one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I actually what... had one in Florida. As a, yeah, that's what I had a in Florida. Car. Yeah, you, yeah, had, yeah, you yeah. did have one. Yeah, they're yeah, really yeah. nice. Actually, sick. Yeah, but we drove down in one of them, and uh, <laughs> this this will sound a bit weird. Like, but the, the scariest thing that happened whilst I was in Iraq actually was like uh, the guy sort of hit the brakes very hard, swerved and everything, and the guy turned around and was like, "Oh my god, did you fucking see that?" And we were like, "Holy fuck, what the fuck's going on?" And he was like, "There's a cow in the road." <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome to a day yeah. on the Mendits, you can. <laughs> but driving down, driving down through the country was fucking amazing. Aye, the, the scenery yeah, was I amazing. Can, uh, like, like it's it's very naive, but like you kind of well, I I kind of flew over there thinking, okay, it's just going to be desert and it's just going to be soldiers running about. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And ISIL or whatever. But no, no, it's beautiful countryside. Very rocky, but very beautiful. And like it, it points like very mountainous and, and even just reminded me of like some Scottish sort of like highlands at times. Like, you know, it's it very good. Like, and then the rig site I was working on was amazing. Um, uh, very good food, very good conditions. Uh, I actually got taught how to strip, use and rebuild uh, an AK-47 on the rig. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And, and, and the guy, the security guy actually was like, yeah, you just, you just never know. You know what I mean? <laughs> so unfortunately, I never got to fire it. <coughs> Sorry, <clears throat> never Dust got cover th- front trunnion. Yeah, there, there was actually a firing range, but I was unfortunately working at the point in time where a few of the guys went to the firing range. So, um, but no, no, it was it was actually a really good time. Five five weeks I spent there and really enjoyed it. <laughs> what, what more can I say? Right. You know, really enjoyed but, it. But, but, but I will say though, I mean, there was uh, people from my work that did go, and they actually went north. I went south. They went north into the mountains and were working on a rig there, and they they did get evacuated because of ISIS. You know, they they yeah. Mm, just, uh, yeah. I, I, from what I understand, like the, any any mountainous region in any of these sort of you know, uh, I've seen the films, man. Yeah, it's that's well, that's where all the, a lot of the strongholds are, aren't they? Because yeah, yeah. it's it's difficult terrain to for us to well, say yeah. for us. <laughs> oh, can me, George Bush, yeah, for for us to get to and destroy. <laughs> oh, hmm. fuck me, man. The rig that I turned up to though had been shot at literally days before I turned up. What just just what a small arms fire? Disgruntled farmer. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they've actually got like kind of kind of by law they have to employ. A certain, amount, yeah, a yeah, certain of amount of locals to do shit. So there was a guy that would come in with a tractor and just get all the rubbish and fuck off with that and obviously get paid for it, you know. So yeah, I mean yeah. they, they need to kind of give back to the community in a way, like. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like me when that. they build a new housing estate over the road and just let a few fucking twelve bores <laughs> off. You don't want to live here, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so there is there is a photograph of me sitting in a like a, a bomb shelter, just like sort of like <laughs> um, on my laptop. Just oh yeah, literally sitting on a laptop. I had my laptop in the bomb shelter and I was like programming tools that were outside you know what i mean <laughs> another another busy day in the office actually <laughs> how's your monday <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're just triggering memories here like but I, I had a crazy time like i was staying in a camp that was like a 15 minute bus ride from the camp to the rigs rig site and we actually I, i'm not joking here like the guy had a race with another bus like and it, and it was like it was an Keep off-road it was like an off-road kind of Rally stage. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. You know what I mean? It was fucking worse than our roads. Yeah, uh, absolutely worse than our roads. Yeah, yeah, we blew them all up. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there's no we in this. I had no hand in the matter. <laughs> oh man, um, how did you? I want to ask. How did you? Uh, how did you find like Japan? I've always wanted to go. Japan, right? That's very good. Very good question. Um, it's now my top country that I've been to, like my, oh, my most favourite country. Say yeah. that. Yeah, I really, really want to go. No, to Japan. Ser- seriously, what I like, I've and always I wanted to go. Big money. I've You'd be quite big in Japan. I am huge in Japan. Yeah, but you get you get tall Japanese guys as well, though. I mean, yeah. I wasn't walking around thinking I was massive all the time, you know. <laughs> Godzilla. 
But uh, no, it was it was incredible actually. I mean, uh, the the country itself, um, it's very. How do I describe this? I mean, it was just like where I was. I mean, that I was speaking to people, and uh, I mean, there are trite places, okay, right? But where I was, and I travelled quite a lot of it actually. Um, it's a very clean country, right? So I mean, that was that was very evident when I was walking about. I mean, it was like this is a really nice place to be. Uh, the people were very nice. Um, uh, like scenery, like the actual countryside and whatnot is very good. Um, the bullet train is amazing because it... it, it Fast it, as fuck, boy. Yeah, well, 175 <laughs> miles an hour is like the speed it travels up. It, it can do a lot more. Like, it, I think there's a record of over 300. If you look on Wikipedia, but I think like the normal... Sorry, like commuting. cruising speed. Yeah, yeah 175. Because I, I got obviously I got an app and you know oh, checked GB, that when yeah. I was on it, you know. <laughs> How yeah. did you get on the the thing that scares me the most about Japan or Russia or something like that Food. is not being able to read like no. I'll, I'll eat anything really. Oh, okay. As long as I ain't got veg on it. <laughs> um <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, it can it can be difficult. Yeah, but but there was I'll tell you something, actually. Google Translate, right, is, is so unbelievably helpful. And then we take it, or can take it, so for granted. You know, I mean, I can't imagine what it was like like traveling around Japan maybe 20 years ago or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, I, I did have to use that a lot, and I'll, I'll give you a very, very good example. Um, but I was walking through the woods with uh, the guy I was with. <laughs> we were just out for a walk, right? The day went fucking tits up. We went to see Mount Fuji. We couldn't see it for the, so- uh, the clouds. We went to go uh, quad biking. The quad bikes were closed, and we're like, "Right, we'll leave." Next bus wasn't for like three and a half hours. And I was like, "Fuck!" So we went for a walk in the woods. An hour and a half into the walk, we came across a sign with bears on it. Right, like 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 roaring bears. Yeah, it was like and that's never good. No, and some Japanese writing. It was like brilliant. So it did actually get um, Google Translate out, and like it's got like a little sort of camera symbol that you click on, and you can just take a. Just point your camera, it's, it's it, it writing, and it'll just trans- translate it. Yeah. Watch out for bears. That's what I said. Watch anyway, out for watch bears. Watch out for bears. In the middle, one and a half hour into in the woods. Not, not before <laughs> you go in, an hour and a half into the fucking woods. Yeah? Um, so late now. <laughs> some... we, we'd seen some, base, well, some shite on the ground, right? Like sort of piles of shite with berries in it. And I looked up on Google, what does bear, bear shite look like? And in the summertime, <laughs> piles like of berries that. in it. <laughs> Fucking getting out of here, like so. Just about turned and left. You know what I mean? But you see uh, some fat mincer come around the corner, like <laughs> I'm the bear. No, but uh, no, but the head, the head was on a swivel. You know what I mean? For yeah, the second half of that, that walk, like I'll tell you that. Turns out bears do shit in the yeah, woods. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I can confirm that. I didn't realize there were bears in Japan. No other. F- everything, like, but they're um, little anime I things. They're, uh, you know, <laughs> like little, I they're robotic. Uh, like little sun bears. <laughs> Dangerous. But, but, <laughs> Dangerous I, 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 did, I did use Google Translate, sort of like uh, the, the, the sort of like looking at text to, to help me out a lot. But but I mean, when you're on like sort of the trains and getting about, you, there is English sort of like words. Did you know. use the vending machines a lot? Yes, actually, they're, they're oh my god, they're amazing. That's why I want to go everywhere. and use the vending machines. Yeah, but it's just if you're needing a a, a water or a a juice or something. Uh, I don't think there's alcohol, like, because I don't know how they could um, regulate I, that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, for kids going up and buying it or whatever. Um, mystery boxes. There are mystery boxes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're brilliant. But the, the one thing there is not in Japan 
is fucking bins. I was walking about for like an hour and a half, two hours. Like you take your, you take your trash home with you, don't you? I was actually getting angry carrying this Starbucks cup mm. around with me. Empty Starbucks cup. Couldn't find a fucking bin anywhere. But it is because they don't, I, I, I obviously found out later, they, they don't like bins to be everywhere because then it, it introduces like vermin and whatnot, you know what I mean? I, and there's so many people per yeah, and square so, and mile, It's, it's another reason why it's so clean. I mean, people, there's, Never really seen litter anywhere. You, you take know? it home with you. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, or yeah. I mean, the vending machines usually have a bin next to them, but that's only for bottles or cans, right? You know. Um. Anyway, we're getting a bit off topic here. Like speaking about vending <laughs> oh. machines, but uh, Japan in general. I mean, like it's just an amazing place to be. Um. I was in. I was in a place, and I went to a coffee shop for a coffee, and I, I walked in, ordered my coffee, and nobody could speak a word of English, so I, I actually had to use Google Translate by typing, right? Um, but I got my coffee and I, I sort of typed on my phone uh, sorry I've not got cash is card okay and they were like no no it's cash only and I'm like right shit I'll, I'll go to an ATM machine I'll come back and they're like no 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 it's on the house it's on the house you know what I mean don't worry what? sit down drink it so yeah yeah so I sat down ended up speaking to the owner and another customer and and whatnot and I got the coffee in the house and then I, I, I said look I will be back you know what I mean so I, a couple of weeks later no, was it? Uh, or was it three days? No, it was a few days later. I came back. I was like, right, went to a, a, a bank machine, an ATM, got money, went back to the coffee shop, and I actually sat there for ages fucking drinking coffee, like, but paying for it. And, I, and right, this is where the Scottish comes out in me, like, it's, and probably English as well, but there's a no tip culture in Japan. It's absolutely brilliant. You do not tip. It's fucking. I think it's the came out. What's that, the cash? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I actually tried to tip the... I, like, I obviously paid for my coffee at high. Yeah, I yeah. said, look, there's a little bit extra, just, yeah, you know. That's, yeah. And he was trying to give it back to me. And I'm like, no, 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 just keep it, you know. But they just genuinely do not take tips. So, and I talk a lot of smack on this podcast, as you well know, and I just make a lot of pontifications of things that I think yeah. I know. But I am right in saying that Japan is a mainly cash-based culture and there's fuck all card. Yeah, I would actually agree with you, maybe like 75% there, yeah. because like I actually naively thought Japan, so high tech, etc. Yeah. That's what Every, I was saying. Everything yeah, will be cash. That's what I was saying. There was a couple of times it, it, I was caught out, like not having cash on me, like, so I ended up just getting. It's like, not quite, as high tech as you think over there, is it? It is, but it isn't, if you know what yes, I mean. Yes, yeah. I've I not agree. been. Yeah, got yeah, robots, yeah. but they don't take hard. Yeah, but I've never really encountered any of the robotic stuff. Um, unfortunately, we went to Tokyo, right? And uh, we wanted to do a few things. We wanted to go and do the Mario Kart go-karting. Oh, they right? banned that. No, they? no, no, it's still on the go. Is but, it? But you need an international license, right? And oh. you need to, I think you need to apply for that, yeah. like at like a post office here yes, or something. Yes, that is go. correct, because Dukes has just done it to go and drive in America. You don't need that. You don't need that for America. No, I've driven in America. Certain states. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah, fair enough, oh. fair enough. But anyway, so we couldn't do that. We wanted to go to the robot cafe, uh, sorry, robot restaurant, um, which honestly, like, I, I don't know how to describe it. You need to look it up on like Google or YouTube. It's just a mental robotic kind of like I think show. I've seen... Yeah, it's just crazy, like lights and uh, robots and people just like doing a big enactment, uh, enactment in, in, in the middle of like a restaurant, you know. Uh, but it was closed permanently since COVID, apparently. So we couldn't do that either. So didn't get Just to in do case that. the robots get COVID, yeah, yeah. I, understand, <laughs> I understand. It makes sense, you know. Look, look after those that don't want know, them off for a week. Look yeah. after the front of house. I understand. Yeah. So there was that. But anyway, uh, I went. I went to Hiroshima. I uh, saw the atomic dome. 
uh, which was very interesting. You know, what I mean, it was good to see. And uh, luckily enough, when I kind of when I went to went there, there was a flower festival, which maybe doesn't sound very good, but holy shit, the place was packed. Like just like uh, parades and. Uh, people on stages performing, music, dancers, just flying massive flags about and everything. Um, yeah, it was just it was, it was a, a brilliant what environment to be in. What did the know? flags say? There was no need to drop the atomic bomb because Russia were going to invade. <laughs> no, um, I don't think... <laughs> anyway, and we were just using that as a show of force towards the Russians to show that we built it before they had uh, and we just needed to use it anyway. So I'm, yeah. I'm not actually sure if you believe that the flower <laughs> festivals are meant to do with political. it. <laughs> There was no fucking need <laughs> to just, do that. <laughs> it was just kind of good timing. Um, because, like, I would have went there, I would have seen the Atomic Dome. I might have went to the museum, but I didn't go to the museum because there was actually... White guilt? No, <laughs> calm down, calm down. There was... <laughs> there, I'm white as well. No, there was, there was actually, because it, because of the Flower Festival, I think there was, like, a history of Hiroshima kind of... Um, uh, sort of set up in, in like a big sort of ground where you just walked through and, and you could, could see, see pictures yeah, and, and see you got it. you got to put in like a head a virtual reality headset to, which was pretty brutal actually you're you're looking at Hiroshima and then mm. two seconds later you're looking at it in fire you know what I mean so yeah. I mean, it, it was do you, see how mean, yeah. do you see how mean I was to our guest there, Marlon? Yeah? And you see how he just brushed it off and carried on? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. Need Strange to, that, isn't it? Need anyway. To, <laughs> need, need to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went there. Just I went went to a few temples and uh, castles, which were interesting to see from the outside. The castles, the castles when you go to see a castle in, in, in Japan, the inside of it's like a museum. So it's kind of cool to see, but... You get if you're like me, you get bored very quickly, and you're just like, like fuck us, <laughs> right? Straight up to the top, look at the view, and then down yeah. and out. You know what I mean? National, <laughs> National Trust, right? That's it. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm off. There's only so many things I can look at which are date. Oh, this was from 1761. No, That's exactly. Fucking, and you're reading like, paragraphs yeah, and paragraphs just, and paragraphs. Yeah, like. In 1822, and he saw an army coming <laughs> over the hill. I want to see the fucking view. Yeah. Couple of swords, maybe yeah, some yeah. firearms. Uh, yeah, and, and, and the building itself, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it was very good. And I, I actually made a Japanese friend over there, uh, Taka. Um, I was in a bar uh, in, in, in a place uh, called Shimizu, and I went in, and nobody could speak English, so it was actually just like kind of communicating with the barmaids. With Google Translate, yeah. but this guy came in. He could speak English, so I made friends with him, and then I actually met him later on in another city because I was actually going to where he lives, uh, <laughs> and he took me about, which was very good actually. Like, so he like took me about, and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, a personal tour, but a f unbelievably friendly tour guide. You know, he's like, you know. Is, is, is it okay if I go to the toilet? And I'm like, look, you're a grown fucking man. Get to the fucking toilet if you're needed, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez, you don't have to ask me. <laughs> Shaq, I'll you just know? walk out for a shit and not say a word. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was brilliant. I mean, J Japan, I actually was really wanting to try and see some of the car and truck culture over there. Yes. Um, oh, what is it? What's the... the well, which were you speaking about? Bazooku. Yes, with the really long splitters and the big yeah, exhausts. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the most crazy thing, well, the most crazy thing I've seen from a distance was a van, and it was orange, and it had like, ma like a massive spoiler and, yeah. and whatnot, a massive exhaust, but it was away in the distance. Um, and I've I seen like various skylines and uh, an El Camino even, and, and just various different cars that were, were cool, but I never actually got to see like a car meet or yeah. anything like that, which was like, really annoying. And I'm I'm massively into lorries and trucks and whatnot. Like, and I wanted to get 
into I wanted to try and find a Decatur truck. I don't know if you know what they are, but they're, I, I they're, seen a thing on they're them. They're incredibly like mentally decorated trucks yeah. where it's just lights and chrome and just just they're just crazy. But they they seem to only come out for like charity events and they're not allowed into the city centres and whatnot because you can hardly fucking see out the things and whatnot. But <laughs> they look like they just look like moving robots and things. And I actually asked people. Um, about Japan, like like I uh, asked Japanese people, and, and nobody could tell me where yeah. I could get to see one or anything like that. It's a bit of an underground culture, like you know what I mean. So, well, that, well a lot of the Japanese vehicle culture is like underground. Yeah, isn't it, from what I you understand. need to speak to Han about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was only watching something on that today about the Yakuza. It's quite interesting, actually. But they all drove Celsius back in the nineties. It was all like Celsius and SL six hundreds. They were all black, all blacked out with gold badges, and all their number plates were like eight 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 six 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 or three three three. It was really okay. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how their uh, like sort of reg plates work over there, but I did see uh, like a Toyota AE eighty six. You know what I'm speaking about? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. the reg plate was. I've got a photograph I can show you later, but um, it was, the reg plate was eighty six. I just thought it was cool. You know what yeah, I mean? It was like that's cool. brilliant. Like you know. Well, apparently they. I was watching this video and apparently had it's not like over here where you can like buy a number plate. You literally have to wait in line. Yeah. And you are like, if you're eighty six in queue. You're having the 86th number. Oh, really? Yeah. So either you buy that, like you get there and you f like find out who's there and you buy their space. Ah, got you. Or yeah. if you're the yeah, accuser, yeah, yeah. you just walk up to the front and just say, <laughs> I am having 888. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, uh, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head. And yeah. they're like, Mm. Yeah. Arigato. Yeah. That's Arigato, it. yeah. I wasn't going to say it, Marlon. Konnichiwa. Um... Yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I've lost my train. I thought, no, actually, I've got, I did have someone I was going to say. That's a perfect uh, time, so we'll cut a fucking break and get beer in a week out and, uh, yeah, go to the fridge, which is miles away that you <laughs> seem to think. <laughs> many moons. Many moons many, away, right. Moons. Uh, we love you all. We'll be back shortly. Bye. Don't forget to moisturise. And we're fucking back. But before we get in a beer away, Marlon, a massive shout out to the sponsor of this episode, Street Mortgage Solutions. Now, listen up, Marlon. You're a first-time buyer. You know, what What would you naturally do as a first-time buyer? Easiest route. Just go to the fucking bank that you've been banking yeah. with for the past fucking 20 years. Because they life. know you. They've got all your details. Yeah, they've got everything. Easy. They're just like, oh, yeah, we can offer you a mortgage because we've got it all here. That's fine. Come on in. Sit down. Here's the rate. And you're like, well, it's, a, it's a certainly some numbers, sir. <laughs> I'll just sign on the dotted line. So I will. Okay. And they're like, oh, wonderful. Yes. Yes. You just sign there, you fucking fool. No, don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't fucking do that. That is lecherous shit. What you need is a mortgage broker. And a mortgage broker is somebody who's going to work on your behalf to find you the best fucking deal possible okay first time buyers listen up it's a crazy market out there if you've got the money to be able to buy a house well done you and you've worked that fucking hard don't don't, don't give it to someone else don't go giving it away to some bank that you've just been banking with because your parents bank with them for 20 years therefore they set you up some sort of child's account which has now grown into an adult's account which then they think they can just take your mortgage no 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 yeah I, there's no loyalty in this game. Don't be loyal to some bank 
There are multi. They wouldn't give a shit. They don't. Yeah, they don't give a shit about you. There's no loyalty in this game. You just got to chop and change to the cheapest people who are going to give you the best rate. And the best way to do that is get yourself a decent mortgage broker. So hit up Street Mortgage Solutions. They guys are going to help you navigate the absolute jungle that is the first time buyer market. And they're going to sh- shoot you straight through to the cheapest fucking deal and the best deal that suits you down to the ground. Is the, you know, it might it's more a case of what suits you. It doesn't have to be, oh, I definitely need, a, uh, I, I need the cheapest one, I need the cheapest one. But you say, well, we're in a very volatile market at the moment, so maybe yeah. you want to get... You want it fixed for two years, three years, five years. Yeah, exactly. It's all about what suits you. Don't get talked into something just by your bank because you've gone in to make a deposit They check. will fuck it, you. They will, they, they've, they've we're seen, like, we're speaking from experience here. They've seen you come in for 12 years and they just think that is in the fucking bag. It's not. No, don't do it. Don't make the mistake that I made when I bought my, when I bought my house first and just went with who, told you. whoever was there at the right time. Yeah. No, I could have saved myself thousands by just using my brain and going to a mortgage Just broker. listen to Marlon. Exactly. Listen to Marlon. Listen to Street Mortgages. Hit them up at Street Mortgage Solution, uh, Street Mortgages on uh, Instagram, streetmortgages.co.uk. And uh, yeah, check them out. Pop in. Check them High Street. They're there. Pop in. See them. They're, they are absolutely fantastic. So yeah, thank you to the guys over at Street Mortgage Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Right, Marlon? Beer of the week. What we got? Hawkstone Cider. Uh, big shout out to Skippy for dropping this off the other day. I mentioned in the last episode he sent us over some goodies, and this was uh, this was one of them. So yeah, he popped over to um, Diddley Squat Farm shop and uh, had a selfie wearing the. Uh, I still need to go down there. I, I've not been. I'm actually up in the Cotswolds this weekend, so whether I managed to find time to swing by, I don't know. But yeah, he was up there, took a selfie with the uh, the drinking wheel, continue until the economy improves. Saw the old doghouse sticker already there, thanks to others on the stanchion of Let's the fucking go. of the shop. Yeah, so right, Marlon, without any further ado, can you please read the Martin bullshit? The ancient Hawkstone stands proud, looking out over the uh, orchards of Gloucestershire, Herefordshire, Oxfordshire, and Worcestershire. From where we gather the... Why are you taking that out of the sheath? Just keep talking. From where we gather the very finest British heritage cider apple varieties, using the fresh pressed juice from the apples picked in those counties, not countries, sorry, our master cider makers ferment with champagne yeast and mature the cider for up to six months before cold filtering to create a cider that's full of flavour and character. Never from concentrate, never pasteurised, hard to make, easy to drink. That is some marketing bullshit there. There is a lot of talk there. Yeah. Right, well, I'm going to try and do that thing that you see. Right? I've done this before. I've done it. The first time I ever did it, I did it absolutely perfectly. So let's just give it a... Ready? Ready. Two, one. Can I have one more go at it? <laughs> I think you need to do this with... Uh-oh. That's... Uh... Try to do the whole whole, whole shaft. Ready? Giggity. No. Ah, uh, no. I give up. No, I've probably chipped the blade. I can't do it. I've done it. I've done I've done the World War II... Uh, uh, <laughs> the World War II bayonet a disservice. <laughs> I need... Wait, I had, do you remember... Were you here when I did it with a... Um, 
I had a Rambo knife and I did it with a Rambo knife. No, I think that was in your dream. I did. Ask the wife. She was wild because it was our sh- it was our engagement champagne that I did it with for um oh what's that thing you put prosecco and um Jägermeister with? You should maybe uh, kind of describe what you were trying to do actually for the listeners. I was trying to saber it. I was trying to saber the bottle. <laughs> I was yeah, trying to. No, I was trying to. Do, do you want me to keep going until I get it right? I feel like we've done a lot of build up now that if I don't get it, if I right, I feel like um. Everyone's gone past the point of caring. We'll just cut this out. If it doesn't work, I'll just lop it out of the podcast. You always think I don't edit this. Oi, there we go. Shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Knives and beer. Knives and beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did it. Right. Let's, uh, let's, any more further ado, let's get into it. <laughs> Can I, I just like a normal person, I, I'll just open it. With a bottle now. Right. Uh, let me just pick uh, the bits of sharded glass out of this. Oh! oh. I was expecting that to be fucking awful. I'll tell you what that tastes like. Go on. White lightning. What world are you living in where that tastes like white lightning? That tastes like white lightning. I don't think it does at all. There's so much flavour there. Like white lightning. <laughs> three litres, £3.29. I really like it. It's, or is it Frosty it's, Jacks? It's really full-bodied. It's 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 light, but full-bodied, but sweet and flavourful. That's sessionable. If you say like Frosty Jacks once more, I'm going to hit you. I'll savour you, you cunt. <laughs> Let me just wipe the blood of apples from this uh, from from this his from this his sword. What are you thinking, Scott? You're doing a lot of thinking here, man. No, I'm doing a lot of drinking actually. I am. <laughs> I've got a coffee. <laughs> I know. I, I've actually got a coffee from your legendary coffee machine. I've got a a Thatcher's Gold, and I've now got this Hawkstone cider. Um, I really. So I don't know what my taste buds think are going on, but uh, yeah, the Hawkstone cider. Marlon, you mentioned it tastes like white lightning, perhaps. Um, I don't, I'm actually not sure what white lightning even tastes like. Um, <laughs> a bit like Frosty Jack. It's like, um, it's fizzy, light. Mm. Yeah, I quite, I quite like it, actually. It's, it's very easy. Yeah. As you say, sessionable. Yeah. I think that would be good on a... I thought it was going to be some super... A nice sunny day. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be some super dark, real fucking, like, heavy, Woke. dry... It does say suitable for vegans on it. Oh, Reg, I've just noticed half your... <laughs> do you not do you see me... your bottles. No, I, I thought you just took the top off. No, no, just... no, I actually knocked a bit of glass off. It wasn't a full <laughs> saber, but at least I did take some glass off with the bottle top, so we'll take that as a win. Um, yeah. Um, um, I like it. I really, I, do you know what? I'm really surprised because considering we had the Hawkston on, Mill bought some Hawkston on for us probably a year ago, maybe even more, and we were wholly disappointed yeah. by it. I kind of thought that was going to be the case with this, but no, this fucking knocks it out apart. On, honest to God, uh, hand on heart, if this was on tap against Thatcher's Gold, I would buy this as long as it wasn't 560 a pint. <laughs> it's drinkable. It's not offensive. Like, I don't drink cider, and I I don't mind that. I just I 
I probably that is the most impressed I've been with a cider on this show. The most impressed. That I'm, is fucking amazing. I'm actually a bit surprised. Um, I'm quite new to the cider game, actually, as I've told you. Um, I think Thatcher's gold tastes better. Yeah. But I think it's... The thing is, I've got to try and get the fact that it's Hawkstone out of my head, you know what I mean? Like, I really want to try Hawkstone, La- Hawkstone Lager, which I've not tried. Um, and now we've got Hawkstone Cider. I'm like, oh, great, let's have a, have a try of this. But I think it's quite average, to be honest. You know, I actually prefer the Thatcher's Gold. I think I could, I could easily drink this uh, Hawkstone. No problem. I could drink that all day. Well, probably not to sound like an alcoholic here, but just, a, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sessionable. No, I'm I mean, trying to play out the Scottish stereotypes, but I'm a smackhead. <laughs> no, I, I think it's average. Like, yeah, yeah it, like I don't think there's anything special about it. I'm giving it a five. So seriously, I, I, I think it's fucking beautiful. Really, I really do. It's, I don't think it's really a, even I'm got the, that much taste. I'm, I'm, I'm the king of apples. So uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I, I reign, I reign supreme, and you can all get fucked. Uh, <laughs> no, I think insufferable. It, I love it. I absolutely love it. that. Is gorgeous. Uh, where, where are you at, Scott? Tripadvisor three. three. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's. It's enjoyable. I, I don't think it's amazing. So I'm not going to give it a five. I don't think it's great. So I'm not going to give it a four. I'll give it a three. I wouldn't say it's sessionable. I don't, I think three of those and that would be me done. Not it's as in like. percent Hey? And 5%. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm not saying it's strong. I'm saying there's a lot. It's a lot of flavor. It's a heavy. Mate, cider. I used to drink three <laughs> liters of Frosty Jack. So like. <laughs> Choking in your coffee now. <laughs> Can I just for the listeners? I'm just gonna let them let them in on a little behind the, behind the behind the <laughs> mic. <laughs> right. So when, when Scott first turned up, the dogs wanted to come in like they always do whenever we come in the studio. The dogs want to come in, and Scott's there fighting with my English bulldog Frank. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, old bastard, come here! Oh, he's bitten me ass!" Oh, yeah. And then we're just chatting away, and I notice that. Scott sneezed a couple times, then he's coughed a couple times, and he's rubbing his eyes. And I think the fuck me, the aircon must be drying his eyes out, something fierce. Then it sort of clicks with me that he might be allergic to dogs. Scott, are you allergic to dogs? I am. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, come on. Some, some dogs. It's so, just my eyes, though. Yeah, I just. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, why didn't you say? Well, no, I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll just get on with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Frank's a cute little fucker, and he's just yeah. full of beans. But yeah, if he came in again, it wouldn't be a problem. But yeah, <laughs> oh, it killed me. It killed me. Oh dear. Good thing I got uh, my horse. Uh, the wife's horse. Uh, the wife's horse. Yeah, the wife's horse has got um, allergies because <laughs> I got an absolute. So you give me a horse tranquilizer. Is that what you're saying? Ketamine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's uh, it's what we call. Uh, it's, our, what... it's it's our forte down here. I don't know what to pick up. I'm I'm reaching for a cider. Well, a Thatcher's. I'm reaching for a Hawkstone. I'm reaching for a coffee. What the. What are you doing to me here? You know what I mean? Can I put all this in one glass, please? <laughs> <laughs> right, so where what would you what do you reckon you were on this Marlon? I am at four. I You're reckon a, it's not offensive. Um a four, three, and a five. So we're, yeah. giving, we're giving that a four. A four out of five for Hawkston Cider. All right, sweet. Well, th- a big shout out to Skippy for sending this to us. An absolute champion. I've um yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it. It's um well, I've had a I've had a great time. I'm fair cut by this point, so uh, we'll just let the listeners know on that one. Um, right. Anyway, let's get back into it, Scott. I want to hear more fucking stories from the rig. Did you cause the BP incident? No. That's right. 
Just so I check. All right. Next question. <laughs> Can you tell us what actually happened on the deep water? Because I'm sure a lot of people are thinking he uh, works on an oil rig. So no, no, no. He no, must no. know. No, no, no. Um, I no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go into that because it's uh, it's one of these things. I mean, just watch Deepwater Horizon. You know the film. It's, it's as simple as that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not in a place to go through all the steps of what make, actually happened. To make any speculations they've... of what what happened or whatever. I don't, I don't even know. You know. What I mean, like I know as much as uh, the the film told me. So you know. What I mean, if you, no watch, if you watch Deepwater Horizon, you'll you'll see some uh, interesting insights into what happened there. But at the same time, you'll see an electrician running about the rig with no PPE, um, running the, like as if he um, runs a rig and whatnot, and you're just like. Do you watch that film like uh, and cringe constantly? Yes, yes. yeah, like like uh, like veterans watch any a film about the army and, and they said like yeah, yeah, I watch yeah. the Fast and Furious like um... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I do like the Fast and Furious films but it's, it's because I can take them like hearted. Some people are like, "How can you watch that?" And you're like, "Because it's, if, if it's you, fiction, if you don't watch it." expecting it to be like yeah. reality then yeah. you'll, you'll cope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coronation street in that uh webster's garage they had clutches while you wait sign up really that's not real same, <laughs> it's, it's not mate, fucking real it's the same as emmerdale was like well i just gotta go milk the cows i'll be back in a minute five minutes he's later he's back in for <laughs> he's only got two cows <laughs> like, yeah well, uh, well that, that's a rabbit hole like that you'd run down like yeah yeah you know what i mean we could go on forever and things that are not real yeah, yeah. that are on TV. You know what I mean? Well, uh, my so. second cousin is, um, he works on rigs yeah. out in the Gulf. Yeah. And um, I, I asked him about it like, not long after it happened. I was quite young. And I said to him, so what happened out there? And he said, his words to me, and I, I mean, I'm not going to put no names out there or anything. His words to me was, it's a fucking miracle it didn't happen sooner. <laughs> He said it was, he said, if you saw the things I saw out there, yeah, he said. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll actually uh, back him up on that. There, there's, there's, there are things that go on worldwide, uh, in the world, should I say, sorry, not worldwide. Uh, I don't know, it's just, there's a lot of things that goes on that shouldn't. I, I think that's like, the same in every industry, yeah. surely, isn't it? Well, yeah, no, that's true, like, but I mean, like, we've we've actually... Me and a colleague actually stopped a job until we uh, forced the company to get a, let's just say, a, a safety implement. You know, I'm not oh, going to go into details. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but it's just yeah. like some some corners are are cut. You know what I mean? But uh, as far as we're concerned, like we'll do things as safe as we can. You know what I mean? Like in our job, and if 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 anybody's like willing to cut a corner to. Uh, reducing like safety save whatever, a few then, quid yeah yeah I mean do the like, job just quicker. refuse to do the job basically you know there's I mean? only so many corners you can cut until you turn yeah. turn something into a circle yeah yeah but you shouldn't be you, should, you shouldn't be cutting corners you know what especially I mean? on it's, something it's, like that the thing is Which, oil industry is a very uh, dangerous industry but it's also this is this is from me um, it's, it's a very dangerous industry but it's also very safe as well because of the Piper Alpha disaster you know what I mean like there's been a lot of that uh, was fucking awful wasn't uh, yeah, it yeah of course of course it was uh, but because of that there's been a lot of safety uh, HSE sort of implications you know about that was that the one which blew up effectively yeah, basically yeah yeah but um, that, that 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 kicked off a, a sort of safety culture you know what I mean and then I mean, you can you can be working in the industry and sometimes think to yourself, "Fuck, this is crazy!" How like 
you can't do certain things like due to due to HSE and whatnot. Like, but I mean, it is good because it does keep you safe. You're in you're in an incredibly dangerous environment, but because of HSE, it, it's kind of made like as safe it, as it can be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like I've I've not um, been injured or in in I've been in a couple of dangerous environments uh, and but uh, because of the HSE uh, environment that that is. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like in, introduced into the industry. I mean, it's for for a really dangerous job. It is as safe as it can be. For, for a very dangerous environment, it is it is a safe job uh, as long as you keep yourself right and you don't cut corners. Yeah, basically is what I'm trying to say. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. It's yeah. a, it is. But, it's... but I've been in places where we've, we've had to force HSE upon people. You know what I mean? So. Shagnuts is wandering around in jeans and a t-shirt and. Um, no hard hat, no high vis, not chained to anything. Do you see a lot? Of, that? Yeah, like, I've seen that. I've seen that. In, in, you don't. You don't have to answer this, but yeah. do you see a lot of cowboys in what you do? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, still yeah, that yeah. kind of mentality of like, just like, yeah, but, white but, white vests and jeans and no, 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 not so much that. Like, I mean, I think I think you are thinking more of uh, videos you've seen online of guys working in like Texas. You know what I mean? But. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I have been. I live not, vicariously through YouTube, much like Marlon. Yeah, no. But like, let's just say I have been on uh, oil rigs where people have been like uh, working in in like with, with no PPE, basically. Like yeah. I've, I've I've looked like an alien because I'm wearing a hard hat, I'm wearing safety glasses, I'm wearing a boiler suit, I'm wearing gloves, I'm wearing boots, and these guys. All the shit you should about. be wearing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've been working with people in 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 a certain countries uh, where. I've been doing this for years. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I've worked with a guy that didn't work, didn't wear a hard hat for like many, many years, and you're like, well, that's that's all well and good until until something does fall down on you. you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. So, it's always some yeah. fucking chain or yeah, fucking so it, lift slips. But that's not like that's that's not North Sea. That's not Norway. That's not Australia. You know, I mean, that's, I've been in some countries. Some, I'm trying not to like. No, 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 really. no. Of course, no. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, but you can you can pull your own. Conclusions. You can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it like being out at sea for like days, weeks? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say months there. It, it can roll into months. Sometimes it's been a couple of months. Um, Do you get stir crazy? Yes. Yeah, you you do. You start counting down the days. You know, you know what I mean. Like uh, some jobs I've been on, uh, you you don't know how long you're going to be there, um, which is is okay. Like, do you some... go just with like a, a job description? This is what you got to do. Yes, and you will stay there until it's finished. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it comes a point. I mean, within like a month, we're we're, we're within our right to start saying. Like a request and a replacement, you know what I mean? But I've right. never been that person. I've always been the person that's like, right, okay, I'll stay here as long as it takes. I'll finish the job. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll finish the job and go. Uh, and we've got a lot of guys like that, which is good. It's good for us. It's, it, it does earn us the money and uh, it's good for the company as well. Start as a team. Uh, because, a team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, you go yeah if, you, if you can see a job through. Yeah, but I mean, when I was in uh, Abu Dhabi the last time, actually, um, earlier on this year, the job started in December and it's still going on now. It's actually still going on now. So <laughs> there's absolutely oh, no way man. you'd be. Uh, is that, stay, is stay that, that um, do you guys call it onshore, offshore, or? No, it's offshore, like. It's offshore. It's a, a, like a rig offshore. Mm -hmm. But then, but, um, 
there was issues offshore uh, out with our control. So I was actually down manned and I was put onto, uh, well, onto the beach as we call it. Like, so regardless of where you are, it's just called the beach. You know what I mean? On, on shore. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I was speaking to you, well, one of you guys on Instagram and uh, I was just roaming about Dubai for a couple of weeks because the rig had, to, had issues to sort whilst... Uh, there's no point you being yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no, no point, no point of you being there. So I was on shore and uh, just, well, basically having a little holiday. And that's that's one of the good things about the job is uh, is, is that it, all covered? You like you get your hotel paid for, your car. The sorted. hotel's paid for. Um, it was a bit more complicated than that. I was actually in an Airbnb. Blah blah blah. But I'll, I'll not, I'll not go into that because it's boring. <laughs> but uh, yeah, expenses are, are covered, and uh, yeah, so I'm just like basically there. Until Wait, you get called waiting back. Waiting to go back onto the rig. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been many times uh, where I've had time on shore. And <laughs> actually, it reminds me when I was driving down here. So, I mean, it was a uh, a 10-hour drive. <laughs> well, it was, it was like a nine-hour drive, but obviously I stopped a few times. But it was a 10-hour journey to get here today. And I was listening to... I listened to the first episode and I listened to the, the, the last two episodes um <laughs> and and Jilo. Hey, yeah. Jilo. Oh, I've wanted to do that for weeks. <laughs> um, I can tell you now that future editing me is going to be like, for fuck's sake. Um, he was going on about, it was funny, he was going on about being stuck in a hotel room for three days. <laughs> he wasn't all, he wasn't uh, you remember, all. You remember that? Three days, Jilo. And... I I was just driving down the road like I everything's relative though it's oh, it's everything's relative to the yeah. job you do the life you lead etc. Exactly. I spent weeks in hotel rooms. What in during COVID? Yeah, during COVID for quarantine for for it was it was mostly pre-rig quarantines. So I was traveling to countries, and the the pre-rig quarantine was like you go in a hotel for a week, um, or two weeks or whatever, and then you go offshore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't be taking nothing onto the so, rig. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because that will bring the whole staff down. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But there's a couple of times that, that, that this has happened where I've went into a, a one-week quarantine and then it's turned into, oh, sorry, there's delays offshore. You'll have to quarantine for another week. And you're like, fuck's sake. I've just, I've literally wasted a week of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and I'll tell you a little story, actually. I did get into a bit of trouble. Um, <laughs> no <laughs> um, madness. It was it was it was actually in Abu Dhabi, and uh, it was I'd done sev like several quarantines in in uh, different countries, Norway, um, just Suriname, um, which I actually want to ask you about in a little bit. Um, uh, anyway, but um, I was in Abu Dhabi, and I had to quarantine for a week. I think was it a week. Yeah, I think a week. Anyway, so I quarantined for a week. Um, I think uh, we were allowed out every four days or something like that. I can't remember because it was a, a while ago and it was different in every country. It was an, a nightmare, actually. Whatever they chose. Yeah, yeah. To... So it was like every four days we were allowed to, well, not allowed to, but we had to go out and get a, a PCR test. Yep. Yeah. So one day I went out for a PCR test, I think at 10 in the morning, went out for a PCR test uh, and then I came back. Well, in fact, when I went out, I was, there was two of us and we were like, like fuck it, we'll go and get lunch somewhere so we went and got lunch had a couple of beers and then got back at like two in the afternoon um which was still long much longer than it would take to go out and get a pcr but got away with it and i was like oh no, that's fine 
Uh, and then the next four days, and the, actually that week that I was doing, it got extended to another week. So I was like, fuck's sake. And, and I, I get bored very easily. I mean, I drove down here, I, I drove down here and I arrived here at half past three and I was bored until you picked me up at seven. Right? And, um... Uh, we have jobs! <laughs> I'm sorry! Yeah. I was going as fast yeah. as I well, could. Well, I'm angry, okay. Um, <laughs> Just disappointed, all right? But, but anyway, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to Bristol for the night. professional. Another four days later, or whatever it was, we went out for another PCR test and then, uh, went out and I thought to myself, Fuck it. Let's let's push, push the boat bit. out here. Push it a bit. Anyway, further. long story short, rolled into the hotel at two in the morning or something. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not even sure, right? <laughs> I got lost on the way back right. from the PCR show. Yeah. Sorry. But, but, but not only that, I didn't have a key to my room. I had to be let into my room by the reception. So I woke up the next morning to phone calls asking if I was okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Well, I'm not fine, actually. I'm dying, <laughs> I'm but I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive. Um, and then the receptionist asked me to come down and sign a form to say what time I came in. And she's like, you, you came yeah. in at two. And I was like, okay, so about 1,400. Uh, right. And then I went back to my bed and then I got another phone call. You've put down the wrong time. It was actually on camera. It was two in the morning. And oh, oh. so the, the hotel, like I was standing at reception actually dying with a massive hangover. Um, and she's like, <laughs> For, I, I was like, look, if I put down 0200, I'm going to get in a bit of trouble here. And she says, but if you put 1,400 down, I'm going to get into a bit of trouble here. Fuck it. Right. Right. Let's Fuck. split it in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I was like, okay, oh, Let's 200. Let's meet in the middle. Oh, 200. I was, I was feeling so bad. I was feeling so bad. I was like, look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to fess up, right? Fuck it. Two, oh, 200. I'm going back to my bed. Went back to my bed and then I've got... Not sure what to say, but I got people knocking on my door and everything, fucking with forms that I needed to sign and whatnot. And I was like, for fuck's sake. So I had to phone my work and and, and confess. But luckily enough, it didn't <coughs> it didn't actually affect the job. Um, because I had to there was delays and whatnot. And it just it more affected me because I had to stay in a fucking room. I had to I had to extend my quarantine. For like another five days or something, or four days or whatever it was, you know what I mean? I was like, fuck's sake. So it was, it was actually my, it affected me more than anybody else. And I was, it was horrendous because stuck in a room, getting food delivered to you, you know what I mean? I had to, as Jilo was saying as well, like I had to uh, uh, order food in because the food from the hotel was shite. You would get what was delivered, what was, was what was delivered. It was simple as that. And I, I don't eat lamb. I just, I hate lamb. And sometimes you get lamb, and I'm like, right, I can't eat this. So <laughs> straight on to, it was Talibat, but it was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not ta- not, I didn't not know where the fuck that was going not for a minute. Taliban, but... Uh, <laughs> Deliver on the back of a high neck shank. <laughs> um, the equivalent of... Delivery. 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 Yeah. So... Um, I'm going to download that shit. Yeah. <sighs> so that was that. So I got... I, I had to fess up to work in it. Like, so that was a bit shit. But I mean, the quarantine, and I mean, it was many, many times. It got to a point where I was actually happy to do a few days, maybe four or five days. I was like, oh, it's fine. You get your life admin done. You get your emails all sorted yeah, out. You get, yeah. uh, you don't mean anything you need to order online or and you catch up with Clarkson's farm, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, it, was, it was brilliant. Like, so uh, uh, for that few days, and then it just got, it just Monotonous. got ridiculous. You're yeah. just like watching crap on YouTube. You've, you just wouldn't normally watch and whatnot. And 
Just oh. down all the rabbit holes. Oh, exactly, exactly. Hated it, like. Yeah, I've got a, a really constructive comment here. Constructive question. comment. C- question, um, comment, question. Is there such thing as Uber Hilo that you can just get like an Indian dropped off when you're on the rig? What? Uber what? Uber Hilo. No. <laughs> am, I, am I missing something here? Like What he's How saying you, is, can like, you get helicopter food? Oh, right. No, 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 no. You get no special treatment. You can order nothing in. What they're cooking is no, what they're yeah, cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sometimes very bad. Like Sometimes it's very good and sometimes mm. very bad. You know, and, and you get in between as well. Well, Scott, I, I've, I've been. I, I think I'm, I'm, this is your chance to chat back to Jack. From... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack. Yeah. I have not coded fucking indicators to to remain on in my BMW. I took a photograph when the hazard warnings were on <laughs> in the so, middle of a lane. Yeah, we, in the middle of a road where I, I was like obstructing traffic. We did a car roast episode probably eighteen months ago, and Scott sent in both of his cars to be roasted. And um, yeah, I think uh, it's only right that we ask about it. You've got a Cosworth Sierra. Yeah. Oh, he says that with such confidence. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why? Yeah. What? Why? Why? Well, you Go. think you think that, but I'm, honestly, I mean, I, I hate speaking about it sometimes. Like, no, it's, but, uh, it's been so long in in the making, sort of thing. I do, it's at the stage now where <coughs> I just need to uh, book an MOT for it. Yeah, yeah. And oh, ho- it's done. And hopefully, it pa- yeah, it's finished. Yeah, it just needs to go in for an MOT, and hopefully, it'll pass. And great. So but there's still tweaks to be done. It, yeah, you know, it's like a, what do they call it? Uh, the it's an old Ford, mate. It never stopped. Project Fever or whatever it is, isn't it? The Project Progression. Well, not not only that. I put a hydraulic clutch into it that I, I made myself. Um, a hydraulic clutch conversion. It was a cable clutch. Yeah. Yeah. So I put a hydraulic clutch conversion in it. So I put a master cylinder in that's connected with to the clutch cons- pedal. Concentric slave uh, in the box. No, no. It's uh, external. It's bo- ex- external. Yeah. Um, but it's not that it's a problem. It's a master cylinder is like a millimeter from the exhaust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, you see, boiling fluid. Yeah, exactly. So there's a problem there with like, yeah, boiling fluid. So I either need, well, I do need to get my uh, downpipe probably modified, which there is room to do. It's Can just you have a, it? Um, uh, I know it sounds daft, like ceramic coated. Yeah, you, yeah. No, I've thought that as well. Uh, are you speaking about the exhaust or the, the master exhaust, cylinder? The exhaust. Well, you could. I actually think the master cylinder would be better ceramic coated, like. I think ceramic coating uh, it keeps in heat. my head it's better to keep heat out rather than stop heat from getting out if you know what I mean so if you ceramic coat the exhaust it's going to dissipate <sighs> so what a lot of people like to do is ceramic coat their front few feet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah do to the... keep it out heat out of the engine bay because the exhaust is going out I, I it's do, not restricted I that. actually do have it wrapped in a uh, that, horrible that, I, yep, I know exactly what you in fucking the, mean the go- <laughs> yeah. have you got it in the gold foil it's it's not no no it's not foil no, it's, it's that it's, fucking fiberglass nasty yeah, shit but you, as soon as you even look at it you get itchy yeah and if you oh. touch it you're itchy for weeks it's horrible oh it's disgusting i, know, I was yeah. actually in arson um with uh, my girlfriend sarah right arson uh, truck show and <laughs> she was away to touch an exhaust on a truck like a show truck and it, it had that wrap. And I shouted, don't no, touch that. And she looked at me no. as if to say, oh my God, I mean, I know it's a show truck, but fucking hell. I'm like, no, no, no. It's nothing to do with the fact it's a show truck. You touch that, all the bits. you're going to be itchy for ever. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's horrible. No, it looks, it's actually one of those things that kind of looks nice and you do want to touch it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the pink, pink shit you put in your loft. You're like, is it candy floss? No, it's itchy spiky floss. You've, you, you've tried eating that, haven't you, Reg? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> is that candy floss? That's why I is the way I yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so wh- when did you buy it? What, the Cozy? Yeah. Uh, two thousand May 2002. No, sorry, March 2010. What sort of a state was it in when you Very, bought it? Was, it was in a good state. I bought it in 2010 with nothing required as such. I drove it um, on and off. I put it off the road for the winter and for a few years and whatnot. Like, And then uh, nine years ago, I, I just put it off the road. And I wanted to get the, the floor redone because the floor was getting a bit rotty, kind of like dirty, uh, a bit corrody. Um, and then I basically I left it in a guard. I, I hired a unit on a farm. Um, oh, yeah! <laughs> is that the story of every Cosworth owner I've ever known? Well, I hired this cheap unit in a farm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I left it there for a while. Um, I took it apart. I mean, taking stuff apart's easy, yeah. nice and easy. You know, <laughs> everything then, comes apart. Yeah, nice. yeah but, but then it stays apart for a long, long time. Yeah, and then I eventually put it up to a, a company local to myself um, who specialises mostly in actually Mark One and Two escorts. <coughs> and I just wanted to get the floor done, but then they done the floor, and then they were like, oh, "I really think the car should get painted." I was like, "Okay, do that," and we, we really think this should mm. happen, and this should happen. So I was like, so it spiraled out of control. I spent a lot of money, and and basically. Pretty much got a full restoration on the car. Um <laughs> <Not about> check. <laughs> what yeah, started off as a yeah. couple patches. I, I also I also took the engine out first, uh, stripped that myself, and then sent that away. Got that redone, uh, rebuilt to a degree. I put I put it back together, and you know, like in half. So I didn't put the pistons in and whatnot, but I put the head back onto the block and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just it's 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 actually my job, you know, like. I mean, I've, sometimes I've got a little job to do on it and somebody will ask me, oh, have you done that little job? And I'm like, well, I've been away for like six months. So no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so it just it's, it's kind of spirals out of control like that. And I, I was actually driving it in the middle of the night. It was like one in the morning. I think it was, I was driving it. I was actually driving it home. But I, I had an MOT booked for it the next day. Right. And you're allowed to drive a car that's not MOT'd to an MOT station. Right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, and I actually did have access to the yard of the garage that was MOT in it. So if if, if it required, I could have drove it straight there. But I was driving it home uh, and the wheel bearing seized on me. So on the dual car, oh. I like 70 miles an hour, locked up the front wheel and that was me. Fucked. So, and the, the, the police actually turned up and blocked the road from me <laughs> uh, until I could get a recovery truck. I even said to the guy, I says, look, it's not MOT. He's like, I don't even care. <laughs> So the copper was absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, he was just happy to see one in the wild. Yeah, so yeah. I, I managed to get it recovered. It cost me, I, I can't remember, let's just say, a hundred, no, a hundred, hundred and something quid to do like a three-mile journey to my house. You know what I mean? So I got it to my house, took the, the hubs off, and I actually got somebody to replace the, the wheel bearings properly. Because I, I actually put new bearings in it, but I hammered them in instead of oh, pressing them in. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry, Marlon, sorry. I do, do you apologize. have a drift and a fucking lump? Yeah, in you go, you can. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I Why's the hardened casing cracked? I don't know. Why is it seized up? No, I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm being honest. I mean, I, I just hammered it in, and obviously they, they misaligned, and it just. I drive. Oh, we're birds of a feather. It's me Ooh. smacking fucking. Uh, it's me smacking half shaft seals into the diff no, B38. Fucking trying in to get that oil go, pumped in effect. You go, in you go. So, but the the the, the wheel bearing that did seize it fucked my hub. It just fucked. Like welded yeah, itself well, yeah, to the that's hub. It. Yeah, it'll, it'll, so it'll season and pick up. By the grace of something, I actually managed to find. I think the only like sort of near side hub in the world. Oh yeah, probably. pretty much in the world yeah. for for sale. Like you know what I mean. And I, I managed to get it. So I got that, and I uh, got I got my mate to do it properly. Got them in, and yeah, basically that was fucking a year ago and. The car's just been sitting in the garage since because I've been away working. <laughs> <coughs> so it's actually, uh, I put a new speed. When I was driving it as well, the speedo was fluctuating a lot. So instead of fucking about trying to fix the, the speedo cable that was in it or whatever, I just bought a new one. Yeah. And I, I replaced that last week, uh, two weeks ago. And uh, it seems to be fine. And now I just need to MOT it. I was actually waiting for my mate to get his car done, which has been off the road for about the same amount of time. And his is almost ready as well. And what's your mate got? He's got a Salete, so it's a it's a Nissan 180SX with a Sylvia front end on it. Oh Two liter yes, yes. Turbo. Uh, that SR20. Uh, Two liter turbo. Two liter turbo SR20. Yeah. Is it yeah. an SR20? We got if it's C a 180, C is it an NS? Yeah. 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 So well, 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 the 180s came with a CA18. CA See, this is where I don't want to get it wrong now because I'm like, yeah. I don't want him oh, to listen yeah. to this and be like, yeah, you yeah, fucking wrong. <laughs> this is what it's like. This is welcome yeah. to my life of no, getting know, corrected on the podcast. No, it's a, it's a, it's a two liter because you get the 200SX, which is a 1.8, and you get the 180, which is a two liter, I'm pretty sure. The 180SX is a two liter, and the 200SX is a 1.8. No. So you've got your CA18 debt. Yeah. Uh, do they do an NA in that? I you're pushing my knowledge now. Or your SR20, um, which the usually best, fetch a premium on race car, day. The best car they ever put the SR20 in was the Pulsar. Don't argue with me. Absolutely the coolest thing they ever put that engine in. Mm, and they what? are like a 14. 14 mm. It's got to be a 14A. I just, I just think it was a shite engine to go in a car that large. Yeah, it's small. Yeah, exactly. It just suited the Pulsar But then you're two so liters well. in the Evos. Yeah, but it's a di that's a different kettle of fish. That's rally pedigree through and through. You've got this sort of, you've got this SR20, which is you're putting in like a, not a saloon, but a, a, a long wheelbase coupe. But it just suited that Pulsar so fucking well. It just, what? I just, oh, I can't, I love it. If I could, if I could, is it a GTIR, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Are they not soft as fuck, the engines in that Pulsars, though? Oh, the SR20s? SR20s. Was it an SR20? Yeah, in the GTIRs, I think, you, I'm 99% sure it was the SR, in the GTIRs at the SR20s. I mean, yeah, they are, yes. they are known for things, but aren't they all? Yeah. Eh. I mean, like, they're fine. They are reliable engines. Keep a belt on them. Just keep belt on them. Can't, I remember. I remember when I first, like, when I first started driving, I was like looking to like get rid of the Lupo. I was like eighteen, nineteen. I was like looking at a Pulsar GTIR for seven grand. Can you imagine? It can't, I don't think you can even find them anymore. Can you even find them? When I sold my Evo, Who would I was, want to find them? I went to look at one. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're getting out. You're going on the total wrong tangent from for me. Like <laughs> <laughs> your man just wants a well tell. No, right? no, no. It's just rear wheel drive. That's all I want. Rear wheel drive. You know, my Beamer's rear wheel drive. The Sierra's rear wheel drive. That's all I want. You know what I mean, I, I can't trust myself. That's a problem. I got I've, I got four wheels or two wheels. I, up, I know exactly what I'm doing with a front wheel drive car. Like yeah, so does like your granny. <laughs> In the midst of like, sunny, considering the few the crashes she's had in the last eighteen months, I don't think she does. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they're, just, they're just little shunts. They're just little love nudges. They That's are, all they yeah. are. It's just a bollard in I, Tesco's mind. I, I know it. how to fully send one round a track. That's whereas real world, I'm like, well, it's gonna, it's it's, gonna, it's coming round. So no, much it's, fun. No, it's coming though. round. It's so coming much in. fun. Oversteer, so much fun. I'm I'm too daft for all that shit. I'm I, I didn't trust myself. Oh, no, I'll be honest. The, the only car I've ever ever have taken around a track of my own was a, a Golf. You know, what I mean, I, I had a diesel Golf that I was stuck with for two years. Ended up hating the thing, but I just drove down to Knockhill. I don't know if you know Knockhill, but it's a race track up in Scotland. Just fucking stuck it in the track. I shouldn't have been on the track because I didn't have a two eye in the front or back. Like nothing. You know, what I mean, I had a two eye that that could screw into something, but it didn't screw into the fucking car. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it was just—I just went on, stole one from. On, in the corners, the thing was amazing. Like it was—I I just threw in a set of stiffer springs, went down. People at work were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Look, I guarantee I'll be having more fun than you tonight." I drove, <laughs> drove down, and uh, <laughs> what actually happened there? I took the car out on a straight line, absolute fucking waste of time. You know what I mean? Like, and this yeah. GTRs and McLarens and everything driving past me. Like I was standing still, or even in reverse. But in the corners, like literally, keep. I was. Just, I actually remember I was this. I was the slowest car on the track, like by like sort of like engine. But I wasn't the slowest person on the track, which was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, there's they, nothing like driving a slow car fast. Yeah, I know. But it was. It was. I really enjoyed myself and. I just made the most of a day in a shite car, basically. You know what I mean? Like, if I had a BMW... See him turn mate, up I've in been a, doing that my whole life. He could turn up in a set of blue castle overalls with a Barbie helmet. You uh, you ticked <laughs> off? Yep, Shaq. I'm fireproof to fuck. Well, actually, I turned up to the track and there was obviously like Subaru and Pretzas and everything. I was parked up next to them and I'm like... Pedophiles, I believe they're called. Uh, but mm, carry on. In- interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, was, I genuinely turned up and I, I parked next to the cars that were away on the track and uh, literally in my fucking shite daily and I was like, yeah, I did get a bit of a sickly feeling in my stomach thinking what the fuck am I doing I have to drive this you home know? yeah well that is another story uh, maybe about two... no brakes left no tyres left no, well no the tyres held up okay but the the clutch pedal ended up on the floor and didn't come back up oh. at one point so so I ended up just kind of panicking I was like oh, fuck I need to get home so I was like, I just left the track. I, I did get a, a good bit of track time, but the clutch pedal at one point went down, didn't come back up, and I was like, shit. So I drove home, and I drove, uh, let's say, a uh, 100 miles or something, oh. roughly, with no clutch pedal, right? Just matching so, the revs. Yeah, 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 exactly. Until I was on the phone with my mate, and he was like, so I'm, I'm on the way home. I'm actually not even oh, far from home. No. And he's like, I know what you're have you just say. pulled the pedal up? Have you, have have you, you, have have you, you tried t- pulling the pedal up? I was like, t- Actually, no. Pulled it up and then I drove a car for another six months to a year or something. No problem. You know what I mean? Literally just bowled the fluids. Yeah, I was like, for fuck's sake. Just stick your toe behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, when you're there, when you're there on the track, you're like, 
Shit, need to get home. Sorry, gotta go now. I had that in my Landini, my tractor for ages. I just had a really sticky throttle. You just have to just give it the fucking beans going uphill, and then you just had to like just gently just kick your fucking toe behind it. Just out there we go. Yeah, no dramas. It was just catching on a bit of fucking burr on the cable. That was all. Here she'd be right. Try a run, shag. Fuck's sake. How did we get onto that? Don't even remember. Just talking absolute fucking bollocks. This is the whole podcast, as you all know. <laughs> oh, right. I think we're fit. I reckon we are. I reckon we're fucking fit to boogie. Right. But uh, what? Before but, we go, you have one last time for to do. I do. <laughs> what you, what you mean? Are you having me all scared for a minute then, Marlon? I was like, what the fuck do you want from me now, you cunt? Uh, right. Uh, before we go, yeah, as, as Marlon's so kindly put it on me anyway uh one final fucking shout out to the sponsor of this episode which is street mortgage solutions listen up uh remortgagers i know it's a scary time interest rates going up they're coming down they're going up they're coming down the interest rates the bank of england just seems to be doing what they want it's uh yeah it's a it's a it's a weird time to be stuck at the end of the two or three or five years that you're on uh, I'm sure the bank that you're with, they're just going to turn around and go, hey, I know it's a yeah. bit of a scary time. Why don't you stay safe with it? No, 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 Lock, no, no. Locking for five years with us at this extortionate rate. Yeah, it's easy. You don't got to go anywhere. We've got all your details. No, no, don't listen to that. No, no, no. Get in touch with a mortgage broker and the mortgage broker to use is Street Mortgage Solutions. They are the people that are going to look after you. They're going to make sure they're going to get the best deal for you. So, you know, all you need to do, get in touch, get in touch with Madeline. She'll she'll let you know what's up, and then just download the app. And guess what? Just file the documents over. Just take pit, upload the PDFs. Up, take I some. I can't believe they've got an app. Just take some fucking pictures of the 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 pieces of paper in front of you. Upload them. Tell them what you. This is my house. This is what I'm doing. Simple, basic information. Know what's the ins and outs of your cat's and dog's name. And what how, did you have for dinner last yeah, night? Yeah, and how how many times your dog shit in the garden last night? Nah, they're not interested. Just the basic stuff, It, like I said, it's a strange time that we're living in with these interest rates. You need to make sure that you are making the most of what is out there. Don't just fucking go to the first Don't person. Settle. Don't settle. Don't settle for nothing but the best, and the best is Street Mortgage Solutions. Hit them up at Street Mortgages on Instagram, www.streetmortgages.co.uk, or just pop into their branch in Shepton Mallet and uh, pop in and see them. They're fantastic. I can't rate them highly enough. So, yeah. Thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast. Right. I think we're fucking done. Scott, thank you so much for driving 535 <laughs> miles to come down to a shitty garage <laughs> in Shepton Mallet, Somerset, just to come on and talk absolute waffle with us for two and a bit hours. Yeah. And it doesn't even feel like two and a bit hours. Yeah, it never does. <laughs> it never oh, does. Just flew by. It, it always feels just so like so much more to speak four, about, you 45 know? minutes. But yeah, yeah it's, uh, I, we can't thank you enough thank you for coming on and it's been a long time coming i'm glad we've managed to nail you down no it's been a pleasure i mean like it's been so long coming as you say and uh i've, I've eventually made it and if you want me back on i'll come back on like absolutely yeah. mate uh next time we'll fly you down uh <laughs> <laughs> save the fucking save the save save the miles save get the uber helo out <laughs> <laughs> right uh uh, thanks everyone for listening if you could rate us five stars on every platform that you're listening to that'd be great or uh, don't nobody cares yeah do what you want I don't know uh, I've, real I've been Reg I've been Marlon and I've been Scott and uh, thank you everyone for listening that is the end Aww. Aww. 
Until next week. Yay! Yay!